Stay on your ground. Oh, you know, you know, you know. Stay on your ground. What's going on, homies, and welcome to Beer Me Carnal Podcast. On this podcast, we will share our favorite beers and beer stories. Now, we are not beer experts or scientists, but we are experts in drinking beer. I am your host, Eric, and welcome to Beer Me Carnal Podcast. What's going on, guys, and welcome to episode 09. Zero nine is a little cool because just like episode seven and eight, uh, we brought on a mystery beer, and this time it is George's turn. But before we get into that, I want to introduce who's in the room. Uh, George, welcome again. What's going on, everybody? He uh, got here in a skateboard, and uh, he's pretty sweaty right now. No, I'm just kidding. Trying to catch up. <laughs> uh, Johnny, welcome back. I know you've been. Uh, this is what your third episode, in right? Yeah, third episode. How do you feel? So. I feel buzzed already. You feel buzzed? Yeah. Yeah. That's his first beer. What's up? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's my third. Yeah. It's his third beer, but he has like four open around him. Oof. Yeah. You're, you're a crazy I mean, guy. Right. You're a crazy guy. That's our tech guy. guy. Yeah. That's, That's our tech, though. That's our tech right there. And then we got our guest, which I will introduce later on um, once we get into his mystery beer. So, George, you want to take over? Yeah. So, this time I kind of wanted to get something local. I was int- intended to get something else, but then it wasn't available at the time. Mm-hmm. So what I got instead was a lager. It's four percent. It's actually local to us. They've been brewing since uh, 2012. Okay. They used to be in uh, West Dallas. Then right. they moved closer to Cedars. Nice. So and this is a Tex-Mex lager. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you might have a good idea of what it is. Now does it come with a jalapeno? You said Tex-Mex. It's Isn't close. Tex-Mex like jalapenos and like nacho cheese. So it's actually a uh, El Grito. Oh, dude. Yes. Okay. I was like, okay, I know he's doing a four corners beer. He asked you, dude. This is this is one of my favorite beers. Yeah, this is. I would say this is actually my go-to. Anytime we go yes. to four corners, I usually get a grito with the with the tahini. With the tahini, that, yes. Uh, thing on the room. What was it like? One of these episodes that we did. Remember, I was like, you know what? I'll do chamoy and tahini on a beer. This is that beer that I would do chamoy and tahini. Feel how cold with. that is, man. It's been like forty-five minutes since I got Bro. these. These are cold, 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 cold. Bro, my hands are freezing already by touching this. But no, this is one of my favorite beers. Yeah. Like, and it, I think it's accessible. You can find yeah. it at Fuel City. You can find it at, you know, the corner stores in Bishop Arts. But mm-hmm. um, it's one of my favorites. Why is it one of your favorites? It's pretty crisp. Uh, it doesn't feel heavy to drink. Oh, no, it's it actually doesn't. like, um, it's almost like, um, it's a light, it feels like a light beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, for the flavor to it. People that have not seen it, uh, Four Corners Brewery, they're known for the Loteria theme brewery, right? Uh, they have a Loteria cards, but they made it into their own twist. Uh, it has a rooster. El Grito means a shout, right? Yeah. A shout. And it has a rooster doing exactly that, right? Uh, four in the morning in Dallas, Texas, you hear uh, a rooster. That's pretty much what's on the picture right there. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's screaming, right? And the pretty cool thing is, like, I just noticed their logo is the rooster, but the specific logo for the grito is like a close-up of just like his head it's just another rooster uh. yeah that's cool so lager four percent here we go Ooh, crispy okay yes okay it's better on top 
Yeah, it is better on tap. <laughs> it's better on tap. But we, we mostly have it on tap. That's what I was gonna say, but we get spoiled because we always get it on tap. But you know what, man? It is not bad. Yeah, and if you look on the side, they got the the Spanglish for this being a Tex-Mex beer. Oh, dude, that's it so It starts cool. off in a Spanish and then just eases into English. Con sabor bien suave calidad. Super deluxe. This lager is a celebration of traditions old and new. Smooth Pilsner malt balance, mild hops for crisp citrus flavors and slight flavor aroma. Ahora sí, échale grito. Escucha el canto de tu corazón. Dude, that is so cool. Yeah, they really went out with the poetry. That is so cool. <laughs> I like this, man. Yeah, so uh, I remember uh, when I used to ride bikes a lot with my cousin, and I actually took Huey out there, too, mm-hmm. when Four Corners was located in West Dallas. That's, I think that was the first brewery I ever took him to, was Four Corners in West Dallas. Nice. So that must have been close to about 2013, 14, right? I want to say, about, yeah, I want to say it was 2014. Yeah, that's a, that's a 9 out of 10 right there. That is a good beer. 9 out of 10, bro. 9 out of 10. Uh, what do you give it, George? Out of the can, I think I'd give it a 8 out of 10. Okay. And out okay. of the tap, it's a good 8.5 out of 10. 8.5, dang. Okay. Johnny, but it's a reliable beer. It's very consistent. No, it's consistent. That's what I'm saying. It's better on tap because I want to say it has more of the uh, uh, of the carbon, the carbonation on it compared mm-hmm. to the can, right? Uh but I, even then, man, like, this is just really, yeah, really good. Yeah, they kind of still This really is good. really, really good. I like this right now. Johnny, what do you think, man? Yeah, Out I also of 10. think it's an 8. An 8? An 8 also, okay. yeah. It's definitely, like, lighter than the last mystery beer. Yeah. Uh, no, it's way lighter for yeah, sure. Yeah, the last yeah. mystery beer was an IPA. That was mm-hmm. an IPA. Oh, I thought this was going to be an IPA, no, so that was about no, to ask. No, this is a lager, man. No, you've had nice. this before, but... Yeah, you have had this different. With chamoy and everything. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it was good with the chamoy. Yeah. Uh, guess, what do you think about it? I give it an eight. It's very refreshing. You give it an eight, mm-hmm. so I'm the only one giving it a nine. It's all right. It's all right. right? I, have, I have to be the odd number. It's okay. Get it? Dad joke. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll dive in now. Um, guess welcome. Uh, I've been on you for a couple of years. We lost uh, lost connection with each other. We met up a couple of years ago again, then lost connection again, and then we recently have been hanging out for the last what, like three years again. Yes. So I guess I can say I've known you my entire life, but we never really hung out a lot until yeah. recently right yeah. i think i think yeah. this it's like the paths keep crossing yeah pretty much yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah because i remember going back to school and that's when i ran into you yeah, yeah. and prior to that i probably didn't talk to you what like maybe six years something like that yeah yeah so yeah. like i said i've been on you my entire life pretty much it's just we always cross paths you know we take our separate paths and last time i spoke to you you were doing great in life or you still are doing great in yeah. life actually yeah. you know you accomplished a lot that i think a lot of people haven't so that's that's really good, but you can touch base on that. Uh, Daniel, that is your name. Welcome to the show, my man. What's up, man? Thank you for Happy having to me. Have you, Daniel. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Let's give him a little applause. <clears throat> I know, uh, I know, you've been uh, you've been waiting, wanting to be on. You know, you, I've heard, you know, <laughs> I've heard you uh, wanted to get on, and so yeah. you know, I was like, you know what, episode nine, I don't think will be a good episode, and yeah. uh, welcome. So welcome again, man. Yeah, thank you, man. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. I was like really like nervous when you when you asked me yeah i wasn't i was surprised yeah because yeah. beforehand i was like kind of like motivated to go like oh go all in uh-huh but then when you asked me i was like oh damn you know oh he did it he did it <laughs> he, did it. he finally asked me out to prom <laughs> yeah yeah but i'm really happy you know and also you know thank you for you know um having me here as a guest and i'm also sure. happy for, for your accomplishments you know thank you man because uh, you. you're, you're a great person you know also you know for george too the same yeah. the same compliments goes for george and also johnny 
And um, and I got you a gift, you know, for your birthday. So I'm gonna bring. Yes. It, I'm gonna give it to you now. Then later. Oh what? Yeah. Oh, oh wow! Thank you. A good guest. Yeah. I like this guy more. So this is a special gift, you know, because uh -huh. I really love this flavor, and it's a special place in my heart. Yes. Um, what I'm about to give you because it's a mezcal. And, oh okay. And then my parents are from Oaxaca. Right. And then this mezcal, the glass and and also the mezcal was made in the same region where my parents are from. Oh, that's cool. So my parents are from San Jose Llano Grande. However, uh -huh. the city that's next to that little uh, town is called Miahuatlan. Okay. And this is where it is made from. Oh, so wow. Nice. This is really cool, man. Yeah. So uh, wow. I, I, I got that bottle last year uh -huh. in, uh, in the summer. So yeah. So yeah, man. I, I hope wow. you enjoy and uh, hope you get to drink it and, uh, and share it with, with, with your loved ones. You know, Daniel, I've been gifted a lot of bottles, mm -hmm. and this is probably one of the best bottles that I've received. Oh, thank you. So, thank you so much for that, man. Seriously, this is this is this is nice. You know, one thing one thing I like about this right away is the color, man, mm -hmm. and it has a connection to you. So that means it means a lot to you. Oh, you're welcome. Which man. means I'm not gonna drink it in a party. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna drink this sitting down, mm -hmm. chilling. You know what I okay, mean? Yeah, yeah. The sure. special occasion yeah. type drinking. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll drink it tonight. Maybe a glass, yeah, maybe yeah, a little yeah. glass or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah why not? You know, yeah. or, or maybe if, you know, if I, yeah, maybe for my birthday, you know, yeah. tell you guys to come over and have mm. a nice little meal and then maybe drink some of it. Because yeah. thank you, no, but thank you again. No, you man. Know, this you're this means a lot, seriously. What do you guys yeah. usually eat mezcal with? Like, what, do you, what does it pair with, well with? Like, I've heard uh, cuaritos, like fried cuaritos ah, like is a good one, good. or yeah. carnitas. A lot of people eat it with taco de carnitas and like a salsa verde de mocajete. They'll pair it a lot with that. Just because it has a smoky taste to it and then the salty from the carnitas. Uh, cueritos, like fried cueritos, yeah. you know? Same thing. It's a salty, people put salsa on them. And then you eat it with that. So it pairs really, really well. Nice. So, Making me hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, now, Oaxaca is known for the, for the like, amazing cuisine, you know? Yeah, so, that is true. I, I, I don't know. It's kind of like consensus. Like, you know, Oaxaca is like, and it's not me. You know, it's the uh -huh. consensus of people from like around the world. So it's like, Oaxaca is the best food in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I've sure. always heard a lot so, of that. Too. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for you to invite yeah. us out there. I never, I, we were talking about Oaxaca before the show, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was asking you a few questions because, yeah, mm -hmm. it, that, that is a place I do want to visit. That's a special place more. Oh, but just to go a little further on the bottle, uh, uh -huh, yeah, the, yeah. the person that uh, runs the uh, Palenque, he's uh, he's he's my age, so he's twenty eight years old. Really? Uh, yeah, and he has like a, a group of young people um, working on on making mezcal uh -huh. and a bunch of different flavors. So uh, it's Al Alfonso Santiago, Bojaques, Bojaques. That's I think that's what it says. What flavor is it? It's maracuya. Yeah, I'm not sure maracuya. how to say that in English. Um, it's, a, it's a type of fruit, isn't it? Yes, it's a fruit. Yeah, it's a type yes. of fruit. Yeah. It's you probably won't mm. see it over here unless you go to like Whole Foods. No joke. You'll oh, probably see it at Whole Foods. <clears throat> but that, that that mezcal is like very like tasty, very good, very sweet. Here, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you look at the bottle. I'll pass the bottle around so everybody like can honey. see. It. Mm. It's, it's very good. Like once you like the, the yeah. and also I wish I would have brought like uh, shot glasses. Uh, uh -huh. Not shot glasses, like you know, made out of glass, but like yeah. the in Oaxaca. Depending on where you go, they usually give you like a, a wooden bowl, uh -huh. small one, so you could like take your shot from there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I did bring was like the Oaxaca salt. Oh, really? Yeah. So let me see. And is this this is from Oaxaca? Yeah. Dude, that's cool. So is maracuya? I think that might be passion fruit in English. Is it passion fruit? That's what I'm looking up so far, but I thought it was more like. Is it? I mean, it has the color of passion fruit. Yeah. And like, just translate it real quick, Johnny. Pull yeah, I just say, hey, uh, pull it out, yeah, Johnny. look at it. Yeah, yeah. fact check it out. Yeah, passion fruit it? in Spanish. Just look it up. 
But yeah, here's a, here's a salt. The oh, wow, dude, this yeah. is cool. And that's pretty much like from the warm, that from the maguey. Yeah, yeah. You're taking the, you know, batted and the after spices. That's very cool. So, what, very, so what do you cool. add that on to? Do you, is that like you drink, you put some of that powder, drink, eat the powder, then drink? Or? I think you put it on the rim. Maybe? Um, I never seen no one put it on the rim. So uh, what I see people do, like they like uh, they put like you know uh, they put the the mezcal in the shot glass or, uh-huh. or whatever instrument they use. Yes. And then drink it, and they put some like salt here, and they like you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, taste that's it. what I imagine. And yeah. sometimes they also like eat the orange, but I think the yeah. orange comes in when there's like stronger like mezcal. Uh huh. But uh, over there, where I'm from, I never see many no one really use orange unless you go to like you know the like the tourist areas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they usually yeah. like it's kind of crazy because I have like a um it's not a relative or uncle yeah but he's like an like an og from the small town and he mm-hmm. gets limes from his own like lime tree and he gets yeah. it and he like chops it up that was like very amazing that's really really cool yeah, yeah. that is cool that yeah. is cool it is passion fruit by the way it is passion it's fruit awesome. oh okay okay passion fruit. It's okay got a little sounds a lot more too. exotic in spanish that sounds yeah. really exciting i thought it was the other fruit that's uh is, wait I, I could be wrong it's is passion fruit the fruit that has like little like thorns but they're not spiky thorns yeah was, okay it yeah. is right okay yeah, because I've seen, I seen it at Fiesta, but I haven't seen it at, like, Tom Thumb or Kroger. No, I think t- Tom Thumb has it. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just haven't looked in all the places. Because I know the Kroger where I go shop here at, mm-hmm. that they don't have it. Oh, yeah, okay. they, they don't have... They have a variety mm-hmm. of apples, but they don't have, like, a lot of fruits mm-hmm. like that. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Uh, I was surprised they had guayabas, too. Uh, I love guayabas. Gotcha, gotcha. I love guayabas. I love guayabas, Oh, and also one more thing. Uh, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but I also gave Johnny and uh, and George a, a bottle of mezcal. I gave uh, Johnny the the one with the gusano. Oh and yes. I, and I gave you the one with the uh, the tree bark. The tree bark. Yeah. I That's hope cool. your I hope your family yeah. enjoyed it when they were have the party. That's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, That's man. Cool. That was the, the last time we drank it. I think everybody was drinking, and it was hard to remember that night. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure everybody walked out. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I remember you drank, you tasted it, Eric, and you were like, yeah, I could meet my ancestors with this." You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was drunk already, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, usually, when I get drunk, I start talking about my ancestors, <laughs> how we, how <laughs> we fought like, off the, the Spaniards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh man, but no. Uh, yeah, welcome, Daniel. Thank you for the gift, man. Really, it no like problem. I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna open this up on a special occasion. I think it'll be good just to have it uh, have it with you as well, and maybe mm. some some people will be good, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, introduce yourself, man, for the people that don't know you. We know you, but like you know, what what do you what do you do? What I don't know, man. Tell us about you. All right, man. Well, for the people that don't know me, my name is Daniel, and I'm from Oak Cliff, a young man trying to make it in life, uh, enjoying life day by day. My man. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm here to Church. talk about beer and alcohol, mezcal, and <laughs> and get things going. Yeah, and and as the podcast goes on, y'all will know more. Y'all will know more little about me and my life, and it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a roller coaster. I think, <laughs> I think it's gonna be a good roller coaster. Yeah, you know? roller coaster, it's yeah. like a roller coaster. It looks scary. You get on it, and you want to get on it again and again. And yeah, again, right? yeah, so. yeah. Uh, now, one thing that last time we reconnected, he told me, and I was really surprised. Just because, and we'll touch on it if it's okay with you, mm. is that you went to SMU and you are an alumni from SMU. Yeah, surprisingly, I am. Yeah, a kid from Oak Cliff uh, that yeah. graduated in like below 50% of his class. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I went to SMU. And it's a kind of maturing story because I never thought of like, you know, getting like a higher education. Right. It was never like really pushed on me, like with my family or within a community or neighborhood. Right. Um, it wasn't even a dream. 
um i i guess like that all started because i started to uh re like connect with people that are like into school yeah and also have really like lofty goals uh -huh. and it was not just education it could just be like labor work or right. being a parent and i got well i joined the national guard and uh, mm -hmm. and did like the, the basic training came back and i was able to go to community college and okay. i think just being young and hungry really it helped me out to push forward in life and mm -hmm. just kind of overcome every obstacle when it came to school yeah and just really go for it and i remember like my goal was to go to uta yeah like, i feel like that was like a, a thing i could achieve i had it on my right. wall too yeah yeah um mm -hmm. but then i met a lot of people that were like going to SMU, like they hispanics like yeah. like me uh they were like they were like going to SMU with the full ride or half ride and they yeah, had yeah. scholarships and i was like damn if they could do it i could do it too right right and Surprisingly enough, um, I got deployed and SMU accepted me and I got a full ride. Nice, yeah. nice. Congrats, nice. man. Congrats, yeah, seriously. And I graduated. Yeah, because, you know, you're a kid from Oak Cliff. You yeah. went to uh, elementary, middle school, and high school mm. in the hood, right? Mm. Yeah. And you went to SMU. I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's just a big accomplishment, I think, because not a lot of people can say, hey, I went to SMU. I mean, it sounds like yeah. a big difference you know? because yeah. throughout high school, they always tell us, like, oh, you know, they don't prepare these high schools enough for college and yeah. uh you know i always kind of didn't think that was true but as i went even just to community colleges mm -hmm. or other schools i was like yeah they didn't they, did they didn't have the highest standards yeah. we had great teachers but yeah, but yeah. No, they they did not prepare us yeah yeah because i took a year off like after high school yeah i took a year off to go back to school and i don't think i would have been able to like be a good student or just a good worker and like yeah. going going straight to like you know college and try to work right i don't think i would i don't i didn't have my mind you know ready i didn't yeah. have a good infrastructure i had a good family i had a great family yeah. but i didn't have that motivation or drive to like get Go anything to done yeah, like you didn't yeah. see your path that you wanted yeah, or something. yeah. yeah. i didn't see myself juggling like you know work you know school yeah. family relationship i didn't so, social group and right. friends i didn't see myself juggling like that right i get you yeah. no i get you yeah mm -hmm. and so you were in a you were in the national guard you said yeah i was national guard yeah and what so. you do out there well, I was a combat engineer. Um, I was a combat engineer, and uh -huh. I was, you know, well, some people, it's a dark joke. Yeah. You could cut it off if you want to. But it's people, okay. People say suicide bomber. <laughs> <laughs> suicide bomber. Um, suicide bomber. Or, or um, you know, also make your bombs too. So yeah. that guy that in Oklahoma, it's pretty dark, but the guy that made, that uh, blew up the, uh, I believe, the hospital in the 90s. Yes, yes. He was also a combat engineer. So, the Oklahoma yeah. City bomber. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So yeah, like, you know, make your bombs and also fight bombs. You had bombs. the same job you had? Yeah, supposedly. So. Oh wow. Yeah, and then um, but the thing is like uh, I had a chance to plus I had a chance to plus to Somalia with infantry yeah. out of uh, Kilgore three one four four and that was really really cool like working with grunts and mm -hmm. living like the ground lifestyle so you yeah. yeah, have a deep connection with like East Texas and like them boys from Kilgore oh, and okay. from East Texas, yeah and then yeah. infantry. So big shout out to them. Big shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. It, it really opened my mind. Um, so different like culture ethnic you know ethnic yeah. group yeah because like i don't know clay you just like you know into like hispanics and african-americans yeah. and you go there and it's pretty different and it's diverse right very yeah. very diverse and it was at the point where like uh, the whole like uh trump was running yeah and then like everybody there was like you know republican yeah, yeah. and conservative and uh, i have nothing against them nothing yeah. i love them to death and this is a different culture and it just mm -hmm. made me op open up my heart to them yeah. and because it because it, it opened up their heart to me right right and they want to know more about my culture and they asked me a lot of questions asked them right back and there's so many connections yeah yeah, yeah just like two different sides of the coin but right. we go still come together you know as an american you know and a right. soldier 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you see these guys all the time, too. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, I got to put up with these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get to meet them, and you're like, you know what? This is just like a normal person. They just have different views, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how, that's how I see most of my friends, too, you know? Because it's yeah. like, I grew up a certain way, and then I see all these people, like, you know, very Republican or very what's the other one democrat mm. and to me it's like i see you as a person your your views is yeah. your views yeah just like my views are my views yeah so but that's one thing i like about you too daniel is that you're open-minded about a lot of people and things conversations are always good yeah um so you went to smu mm-hmm. went to military mm-hmm. right uh i i want to bring this up because i think it's very fascinating mm-hmm. about you is that you got a degree in smu mm-hmm. uh you went to military you got experience there right you can pretty much work anywhere you want mm-hmm. with an smu degree i would think right yeah yeah and you started working on jobs well <laughs> yeah i did yeah well first so, i was working in a consulting company um uh-huh. six figures and I was, I was there for five months and then i left um well, for many things you know yeah, personal yeah. and also for for job you know reasons and yeah. I'll, I'll get deep into that too and then uh i went to mexico for a month came back started working our jobs and then uh, i almost got a couple of corporate jobs yeah however i set, i settled down with the dallas zoo for okay. a while and i felt like it was decent yeah because opportunities but then i left and i started working at other odd jobs and uh, i understand like why um I've been in a situation because, like, my ego and my pride. I feel like I could do it myself. I did it before, <laughs> and I could do it again. Right. But then, like, recently, uh, having conversations like within myself and also with other people, and like, hey, you know, just open up that SMU and like better him uh, call line. You know, right, just right, right. go ahead, like, just do it. Like, you did it before, you do it again. It's right. it's better because I, I get to learn more more things. You know, yeah, yeah. like how to conduct yourself. Yeah. And you know, actually, like, you know. Uh, I could, I could accept it like, like with the, with the recruiter yeah. in person and things like that. And uh, like, but I do get offered like, you know, jobs yeah. every week and I always reject them because I'm, because of my commitment. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like 60, 70, 80 grand jobs. And yeah. I, I say no. Cause like, I got to tell my dad and mom, like, I'm not sure, like I'm, I'm ready to go yeah. and commit. Cause I'm, I'm scared that like, I'm, I get the job and I leave. Yeah. Cause I was offered like a pretty good job uh, with the company. To like run a store for like seventy grand, and yeah. I was like, "Fuck, I think I'm gonna leave. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do this guy wrong." Yeah, yeah. So I said no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been happening multiple months. Right. So I just want to make sure, like, I want to, I want to commit, you know, to like no, a really good you. job, because yeah. yeah, I don't want to, do, I don't want to do anyone wrong anymore, you know, right, like, right. like get in and out, you know. Right. Yeah, because like I know it's a career, and like yeah. it's, it'll help out like my family and me. Yeah, yeah. But I want to make sure like I do it right. Yeah, I mean you're yeah. not married, you don't have kids. Mm-hmm. I mean you're financially stable, yeah. right? And, and it's just like you you're looking for that job where you like I want to go to this job every day or mm-hmm. you know Monday through or whatever schedule it is, and you're gonna be happy. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna retire from this job 20, mm-hmm. 30 years from now. So yeah. I completely understand, mm-hmm. you know, because I went through the same thing where I was like, I want to find a job where I show up, I do my job, I'm happy, I get home at a certain time not stressing out about anything. Yeah. No, I completely understand, man. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Yeah. And it'll get there, I feel. Yeah, and the good thing, I mean, about being educated and having experience is, like, you could have the option to do really whatever you want. Like, you know, you could take your job, like, meeting different people, like, doing different jobs. Yeah. Because sometimes it does suck for some people where, like, maybe they get a job straight out of high school, but Mm -hmm. they stay working there for an extended period of time and then just maybe feel like they're missing out on the experience. Yeah talking to different people or being yeah. in different situations because i mean i've never worked at a restaurant and i've always wanted yeah. to just 
see what the back of a kitchen oh, looks like just just to know what it's like yeah yeah i always but, wanted to be a bartender yeah see things like and, that you know and, just things yeah. that i've never got to experience yeah just yeah i would have wanted to work near lions but i never worked at the zoo yeah you know, yeah you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 every yeah. day you know dude imagine seeing a lion every day yeah seeing like, an elephant every day cool. yeah. 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 i think that'd be cool you know yeah. like you make them your friend and shit you know yeah. Yeah. you'd be yeah. like hey, them every morning yeah too. yeah you give an elephant a high five and be like hey man you want a beer but uh, let's go back to beer talk, man. Uh, mm. I think we learned a little bit about you. Well, the audience did. So, did you drink a lot of beer when you were uh, out in uh, when you were in the National Garden? No, not really, because like when during that time, I was kind of like, uh, straight age because I wanted to like get shit done. I wanted to really be accomplished. I was tired of being like, mm, I guess like a failure, a loser. Um, I was I was done being mediocre pretty much, and I, I didn't see alcohol or weed or any other vice um that's the thing that i would like consume because i was just i know it was holding me back uh or even social life you know late at nights i just knew like yeah. i had a goal and i had to i had to accomplish it um but now i, I really honestly i drank beer and uh, alcohol when i was younger before mm -hmm. like 18. right um when i was like 19 i was like done with it i was like oh, i don't need any more because i really did enough uh Partying and so yeah, you, got, party. you got your 20s done in your teens, and yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I had to grow fast. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I think I saw you at a house party once, and you're pretty, Dude, pretty a, hammered. A lot of, a lot yeah, of yeah, you're pretty hammered. hammered. Yeah. It was like a yeah. high school party, high school party, high school yeah. School party. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this was when you were a cholo, <clears throat> too. No, yeah, no, you know, it's a group of friends. I was yeah, like, you know, they, yeah, they love drinking, and yeah. then uh, I kind of like just got consumed with it, yeah. And then I didn't mind because, like, I did enjoy like the, the whole vibe energy of being uh, surrounded with people that I guess you could say showed you love, and yeah. then we could drink a beer and then chop it up, yeah. So I did enjoy that, yeah, yeah. No, but like, uh, my first experience with the beer was was Modelo at the mountains of Oaxaca. Oh, I remember nice. my dad was like working field work, yeah. and then dad's like, Hey, get us, and then. I took a sip and I was yeah. like, ah, no me gusta, you know, I don't <laughs> yeah. like it. You know, yeah. like, oh. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody does. Look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> but then as I was like, I was like, you know, a little bit older, my mom will give me like, you know, champagne or margaritas okay. or uh, wine and it was kind of smoother for me, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was still a little bit bitter and sour, but it, it was, it did the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I remember one day, uh, one of our good friends uh, invited us to drink like, a whole wine bottle yeah. or champagne bottle, sorry. And then uh, I drank it all with another, with another friend and yeah. I was I felt good, you know. It wasn't, it wasn't like bad or good. But what really opened my eyes to beer was Heineken. Yeah. Because like every other beer that I had was like strong, bitter, sour. It was just like uh -huh. it really, really for me it wasn't really that pleasing. Yeah. And I remember still remember the day I opened a Heineken. My friend, my neighbor, uh, one of my neighbors invited me to see the the World Series, okay. Phillies versus New York Yankees. Nice. And uh, and he and he was like, hey, I'll open the open up the fridge, you could get a beer. Yeah. And I was I opened up, it was only at Heineken, uh -huh. and I got a Heineken. I just drank it, and I was yeah. like, damn, it was, it was so smooth, like so refreshing. And yeah. I was like, I can drink this all day. Okay. And I drank several of them, and I was enjoying the whole atmosphere with the game, the beer, and I was like. I think I like beer. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I tell people all the time. It's like, you know, they're like, oh, I don't like beer. It's just like, you haven't tried the right beer for you. That's what it is, mm. you know? Like, oh, I don't like beer. I don't like the taste of it. It's like, there's so many varieties of beers. Like, you just yeah. try it and, you know, yeah. find the one you like, you know? Like, yeah. Johnny likes Osekis and he came from not drinking beer at all. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. and, and you like Heineken, which I was surprised. Well, I was very surprised by it. It's not my favorite, but it's a it's a it's the beer that opened my third eye <laughs> to 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 beers <laughs> to the beer world to the beer world yeah <laughs> to, to the beer world yeah because like because mm, even after Heineken, I drank other beers too where yeah. I, I didn't really like, but they were like decent. 
thing. Like for example, Budweiser. Yeah. For some reason, oh, for some reason, oh. Budweiser was a thing within my friend group, and I drank it. But it You're wasn't. In the hood. Yeah, I was in the hood. It wasn't as. It wasn't as. Uh, as really pleasurable yeah as heineken but i was like all right cool so i, I had like different favorite beers in my life you know right. like heineken was a, one of my first favorites and then uh -huh. like and budweiser was forcefully you know a favorite yeah. of mine but i still remember like uh corona i had a moment with corona uh -huh. and that was like really my favorite because like i was going through so much stress at 17 i was like i was stressing out yeah stressing out like <laughs> as, a 17, as a 17 year old like working yeah. working two jobs trying to get a third job and Dang, then man. and try to juggle like a relationship and it's yeah. going up and down and I remember I went to a party and like my friend was like, hey, get a beer. And I was like, yeah. Corona, I got it. It was super cold, yeah. like super, super cold. And I opened it and I just drank it and I just felt so refreshing. It's calmed yeah. down. And I was like, wow. Was that Vin Diesel that gave you that Corona? <laughs> uh, <laughs> now nah, I know who gave me the Corona, but yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But uh, I hope he's doing, he's doing good. But uh, yeah. now I'm like, and then after that, Shiner was one of my favorite too. Heck yeah. And then, um, Hey, it's just like you know, I don't have a favorite beer. It's just like different phases in my life, Stages. different beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, I get it. Like right now, my favorite like it's really a stout. Like, oh, a really? Stout. Yeah, I really love a good is it stout. Guinness? No, not a Guinness. Okay, good. No, no, no. no <laughs> I, 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 I love a good stout from like here, like from the breweries uh, here in DFW. Uh huh. And uh, the reason why because like I used to be our bartender for uh, the Foundry. Okay. Yeah, right. and then so, um, I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I used to be like from like 2014 all the way to like 2017. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you were gonna say a couple months. No. Bro, I was not in Dallas in those years. Yeah. Well, I was, but yeah, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. So when I when I heard, when I heard you guys tell us stories about the founder, I was like, I kind of like was like reminiscing yeah, about the times. What? Yeah. Oh, That's dude. a cool place. I really like. Yeah, going that was a really cool yeah. place, man. Yeah, I was there for like I only worked there for Saturdays and Sundays, like mm -hmm. all day, you know, for open and close. Both okay. days, yeah. Okay. But like, I remember like one of the tasks was like to like describe the beers to like people that would come in. Yeah. So the first thing that they told me like take take a taste of all like the drafts that we right. have on tab, and I took I like I took all of them and none of them I really like you know. Yeah, yeah. But they were like there's like the stout. I think it was a nitro style or I'm not sure uh -huh. uh, from what brand I think it was maybe Lakewood I'm not sure Lakewood I, I think so yeah okay. I think Lakewood nitro style and then I I, I took some yeah. and I, I, I and I drank it. I was like wow it just really blew my mind away yeah, yeah, yeah. the taste it was like it was like a coffee like chocolate uh -huh. it tasted really really delicious and i was like i took it again yeah and i was like i need to stop because this is really really good yeah I yeah, yeah didn't i didn't drink anymore yeah oh as it was that's where when i first like fell in love with stouts okay yeah. okay yeah lakewood does have a lot of stouts yeah. and i have a friend and they've been telling me about yeah. lakewood and mm -hmm. how many ipas and stouts yeah. they have so yeah. have you been out to lakewood brewery no no i haven't okay. been there i hope i can go one day all right we should go yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. friend invited me and i just told george earlier yeah. so yeah, yeah. You and where is lakewood brewery? uh lakewood i, I want to say it's like oh uh like northeast dallas maybe white rock lake area i want to say Whoa. yeah because uh, it's lakewood is out there so yeah i want to say it's by white rock lake Nice. And um, White Rock Lake also has the White Rock Brewery. Brewery yeah. Awesome. We need to make a weekend out of that, man. I'm down. I feel like yeah. we should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring the whole crew. Yeah, I mean, we should. Yeah. Sure. No, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. right by, uh, it's a little bit in, uh, <clears throat> northeast of, uh, of white rock yeah it is right okay cool yeah, yeah. and but also going back to stout so I, yeah, i've been yeah. feeding for a stout yeah. and uh, yeah i went to uh martin's uh martin house martin, martin house yes. yes great place and then great uh, place, and then he got a stout that uh -huh. was very like uh like, like similar you know like very like teasing for me to drink oh yeah and it was like a coconut flavor stout uh -huh. and like i remember he, he gave it to me just to smell it yeah, oh, yeah and yeah, i was yeah. like i was like oh my god it is like 
the aroma yeah. like it just hit me and i like i could like even taste it in my palate uh-huh. and I, I want to get it you know but i'm right, trying right, to like right. kind of consume less alcohol and beer right for many reasons but like today i almost went to martin's house so i could like grab that just to grab it just to taste it because yeah. i wanted to like, get like maybe like a pre- pre-game yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i get you yeah but i almost did wow <laughs> uh, yeah, i was looking that was martin's house that website. was martin's house yeah. websites hey that's kind of cool yeah yeah but like it, like have yeah one day i will go and get okay that stuff, yeah yeah man yeah. We, we can go anytime you can yeah. hit me up man yeah. as long as it's a weekend i'm down to yeah, go. yeah i'm down sure, to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a cool view outside it is yeah, a very yeah, cool yeah. view of fort worth yeah. shout out for Worth. that's yeah. a beautiful city fort worth is a great place for drinking yes. beer yes. Yeah. yes it is a lot of dive bars and breweries oh everything is everything yeah everything i'm down to move there but all right we're moving to fort worth no but uh yeah so you mentioned uh the beer that you brought onto this episode and it's heineken and you actually showed up with two of them, and then Johnny brought another of the varieties of Heineken, right? Yes, sir. So there's a couple of varieties. That's what I was looking through their website. Uh, what you brought was silver and light. Yes. And then Johnny brought the OG original OG. Heineken, right? Yes, so Heineken, for the people that don't know, was founded in 1864 by an Amsterdam born and raised uh, named Gerald Adrian Heineken. So it's named after him, right? Uh, a little bit backstory on the beers on alcohol percentage so you're looking at silver it's at four percent light is 3.3 percent which is their newer beer by the way so it just came into the market uh last year i believe that's what they mentioned uh and then their original og i'm just gonna call it og is at five percent so if you're looking for a good light beer i'll tell you this right now silver it's actually really good uh, I haven't tried the light. That's what's next, but uh, I'm gonna try it right now. But okay. uh, it's really, really good. Okay. I'll tell you that much. And again, I tried regular Heineken a couple couple years ago. I want to say maybe I was like 22 when I tried it, and I didn't really like it. I don't know something about it, but mm. like this this silver's good. Yeah, silver's good. I tell you that. Another cool thing, actually, the other day I was uh, reading about uh, imports of uh, beer, and actually one of the first. The first imported beer yeah. to the U.S. after Prohibition was Heineken. Oh, wow. So it's pretty cool. Thing. That is really oh. cool. That is really cool, man. Thank you for uh, getting rid of Prohibition, whoever you were. And also that, because that, like, Heineken was the number one beer for a while in the USA mm-hmm. until like Bullet and Modelo took over. Yeah, I was going to say, because Modelo, man, this, this, I feel like this topic always comes up in the episode, but Modelo, top of the charts. <laughs> top yeah, of the charts. Yeah, yeah. It's on top of the charts. You know, I think everybody that's come on to this episode is like, Modelo's my favorite beer. And, and I don't know, it's because like we were born and raised in Oak Cliff, and it's just a thing. Um, but to me, like Modelo is very thick. Yeah, I'll drink it, but it's not like my go-to to drink. It's almost starting to sense. become like the standard of beer. Like before, yeah. you know, Bud Light's American beer was just the regular, almost right. You know, default beer, if you could say. And then right now, uh, Modelo is surpassing Bud Light on what happened with Bud Light. So yeah, Bud Light made their own beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wonder why Heineken like got to, like you know it was first and i don't i wonder well, i wonder what happened for Heineken i think to, like, one know, of the big now. things was that mexico is just so so close by that just importing just made it so much mm, easier yeah. oh yeah i think so and so the modelo is. group was just able to just capitalize off that also because like you know there's been a lot of like you know immigration of hispanics coming into the u.s so yeah. it also helps out too and also have like currently to be honest with you like i'm uh-huh. super proud that like a lot of hispanics have been like killing it in, in their pop culture entertainment yeah because yeah. like I never thought in high school I would see a Mexican regional artist to be number one on the charts. Yeah, or, even or a Mexican F one driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say yeah, Mexican. Yeah, yeah F one driving is really big right now yeah. with Mexicans. Like when I was in high school, yeah. like when we were in high school, I uh-huh. a lot of people used to think like dressing up cowboy or like just being Western or just yeah. corridos was corny. 
Yeah, it's it's what like what do you call it? Mojo kids did. Yeah, right? like it was like something your dad did. Yeah, you know? yeah, you didn't and, do that. And then like all my well, my brother is like he's only super younger than yeah. me. Yeah, he's fourteen. Uh, and then all his friends they dress up western. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's uh, to even go further like that, I feel like like when I was growing up, it was corny. Yeah, you know, dress like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but no, like yeah. now it's cool because like a lot of people change the game. You know, like first I thought that, but it's a blue one. Yeah, yeah. The culture is a lot yeah. different. But I mean, it, it I, it's beautiful because. Yeah. I remember our high school, even though it was in the hood, I remember one day, you know, you have theme theme days for or homecoming. Theme homecoming, yeah. yeah so yeah, one yeah. of the themes was cowboy or western. Yeah. And actually, almost every other guy came out dressed yeah. in western. So I'm like, everybody yeah. has it at home. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. almost don't wear it in front of each yeah. other because of, like, maybe a cultural difference mm-hmm. that was going on at the time. But now, everybody's so open and comfortable that yeah. it just yeah. feels nice to wear the boots. Well, yeah. like, I remember, like, growing up, we'll go to parties, and it would be, like, blue jeans, my belt buckle, my boots, and a button-up. Yeah. You know? And, and that was, like, that's how we went to parties, you know? Yeah. And then, like, what, I was in a program in high school where it was, like, a business program, right? So you would do, um, I guess, like, bi- business meetings and stuff like that. So that was, like, my first time ever wearing slacks, you know? And, and that kind of stuff, like a button-up, a tie. Yeah. And then now, like, even now, like, I've gone to a lot of weddings and I'm, you know, blue jeans, belt buckle, button up, and a cowboy hat. And the cool thing about the, the cowboy and the western wear is they got really nice clothes. Like, the blazers that have, like, mm-hmm. the western accents. Yeah. And with, dude, like, a tie yeah, yeah. or that, that bow tie or whatever. It's not the bow tie. No. The, um, I forgot the name. But it's, like, a bow tie. Yeah, yeah. But it's a cowboy bow tie, right? It has, like, a buckle and, like, two, two uh, I guess, strings. Two strings, yeah. 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 And, like, um, it, it what people don't realize, too, is, like... <laughs> Western shirts, right, or cowboy shirts, you can call them. They're very expensive too. You know, it's a, it's a luxury to wear them too. It's like, you know, you'll, I've seen shirts for like 120, and I'm just like, dang, that's for sure. Yeah, I've cool. also seen some uh, beer holders that go on your belt. Oh yeah, so that's pretty. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's made out of pure leather. Yeah, I've seen that in Mexico because there's people that ride their horse and yeah. then they want to have somewhere where they could either put a their beer on the yeah. side. I mean, I think I seen cool. one for like a 40. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> yeah. that's crazy yeah man. and it had like a little buckle for it too so yeah. your beer wouldn't fall out you know they yeah. also have like hat holsters oh they do have hat holsters they do yeah i thought it was crazy when uh me and him went to cavenders is that what it's called yeah, 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 yeah and it was like 70 bucks for one yeah man i'm like damn yeah that's what i'm saying it's a luxury man it, it really is it is a flex it is Flex. Yeah. A good pair of boots is three hundred bucks. Oh yeah, at least yeah. 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 Shoot. And plus, like now with this type of like you know wear or culture uh, yeah. that's moving forward, you could like you know go to country clubs or like what's it called? Um, like Red River, Red River Billy Bob's. Yeah, Billy Bob's. Then you can also go to like O One Escapade. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, you can do yeah. all of it. See, it's yeah. kind of the it's a benefit the crossover of being in Texas and being uh-huh. Mexican. Yeah. That Western world just crosses over. So yeah. You can wear the same things from your quinceanera yeah. to the honky tonk. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Just, you like start at a honky tonk and then you end up at a We're Texicans. Yeah, we're Texicans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, amigo? No, I get you on that. Howdy, carnal. Hey, howdy, carnal. Hey, we just do with stickers like that. All right, that's it. We're shutting down. We're going to go make stickers for it. But uh, let's take a break, man. Uh, let's refill on this beer and uh, we'll get back to it. Hey, guys, we're going to go get some beer. You should, too. All right, guys, we're back. And we just did a beer funnel with the Heineken Light. And I would rate that a nine because that was smooth. It was easy. It was fun. You know what's the crazy part about it, too, is when we were pouring it into the beer funnel, there was barely any foam. Yeah, the foam was faster than any of the beer. It just kind of yeah. 
not evaporated but just foamed out into actual beer yeah yeah it did and and i haven't seen that with any of the beers we've done through the beer funnel and i think we've done all of them that's been on the show and that was probably the, the less foamy one and we poured it the same like i do this thing where you know i do the little twister mm-hmm. when i pour it in and i did the same thing and it, it did not foam a lot and the cool thing is we did a different because we got a variety we got the light yes. we got the regular and we got the silver and the silver yeah and i think it actually gradually did have a little bit more foam with the alcohol because the light yeah almost no foam there's like non the next the regular one barely yeah. any foam and then silver a little yeah. bit more foam but it could also just be the way we pour it yeah i think so thank All you right. johnny thanks johnny for bringing thank those you, beers johnny. Johnny is, so uh johnny ran over to the fridge to grab some beers because we forgot to grab them but we're back guys we're back what would we do without him i know thanks johnny for being man you're welcome being thanks, the guy you are you're welcome boys so uh daniel i see why you like heineken now I love it, man. I also got to give a big shout out to my neighbor, Ivan. Um, yeah. I want to mention his last name, but you know who you are. If you ever listen to this podcast, which I'm not sure, but... You should I'll, tell him. You should tell him to listen to this episode, man. I will. I will. You know, I will. You spread know, the good word. You know what, fuck? I'm going to his last name, you know, Hernandez, you know? I'll, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, fuck, you know. just give us his address. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, so you live on 123 uh, Main <laughs> Street again? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so if you go down Clarendon, <laughs> you make a right, and then you make a left. Yeah, yeah. No, but hey, man, I love you, man. I hope you're doing good. I know you are doing good and uh thank you for introducing me to heineken also thank you for like just like helping me out and like answering like the educational intellectual world because i never thought i would do that and also shout out to thomas which my neighbor he was fucking wild party boy and also to to my cousin crescencio hard work so that three of them trifecta triangle helped me out to like grow up to be the man as i am so shout out to them they were like five six seven five to seven years older than me and shout out to them i love them and thank you Dang, awesome. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah. Dang. Man of yeah. passion. Man of passion. I think the beer makes you talk better, too. Oh, thank you, brother. <laughs> you know I, I, yeah. I think Heineken is also, like, aesthetically, like, yeah. pretty. Like, it's a nice bottle. Yeah, it is a nice bottle. It is a nice bottle. You know, I just remember you said that. You said nice mm. bottle. Uh, back in my old job, my, my third job, uh, there was a guy who bought this thing. I forgot the name of it, but you guys probably seen it. And it's like a like a beer bottle. So it, you get a beer bottle. You put this uh, like this cover over it, and what it does, it's like a rocker, a, a glass cutter, and it makes your beer bottles into cups. You guys ever seen that? I've seen that. Yeah. I, I've seen that. Do you know the name of it by any chance? No, I did not. I you, yeah, I was gonna say, look it up real quick. Yeah. So. Look it up, Johnny. So what it does, it's like it's a beer bottle. You put this cover over it, and it cuts the glass, and then you use like water, hot water to like break it, and you make your your beer bottles into glasses. It's crazy. I've never heard of that. And that guy bought one. I think it, just when it came out. And I remember uh, one of my coworkers there. He was fresh out of the army, and uh, all he drank was Heineken. Mm. And so he, he he brought him in a whole six pack, and he's like, "Hey man, can you cut these up and like make them into glass?" And the guy did it, and it, it looked pretty cool, you know, at the time. Um, so that's like being such a nice bottle i can see this being like you know a good glass yeah. you have made with your boys you know has some nice curves on the back yeah it does man. Heineken printed in <clears throat> i was gonna say this is a nice bottle uh the, the labels are stickers though right yeah they are but even then like the shape of it like the heineken being stamped on the bottle itself with the star which i think that's a nice touch you know there's a star on it kind of reminds me of russia but <laughs> interesting <laughs> they bring that up because yeah. like, i think the relative of the founder was russian was he that. russian yeah oh, okay no well he was a russian 
but like a, a relative, a grandma, a grandmother. Okay. So that's what they add like the star. The star to it. Yeah, I mean, how far is uh, Holland from? Not that far. It's really not. Yeah, they're like neighbors, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Europe is, mm, you know, it's big, but it ain't that. It's not that. Big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. I Texas, think Texas yeah. is bigger than Paris, bro. I mean, I was, Texas, Texas is bigger than France. Is yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, no, Texas is. Oh, huge. Texas is bigger than France. Yeah. Yeah. Think. No, it is. Yeah. Texas is a big boy. Yeah, dude. Texas is a big boy. I mean, look at me. <laughs> there's a globe right here man yeah. wow oh there is a globe right here man yeah, there is a globe. yeah. here I, I got a globe Texas. in the middle of our table by the yeah. way at the disclosed location we're recording so there's this a name uh with the bottle cutter or something yeah it's so just try to look it up like uh i don't know if you can google it like I have. I just a glass know. bottle cup and it, it has a name it's like a company and this is man, this is probably like 2013 okay yeah. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that was like 2013, but it was really cool because, like I said, like it like goes over the bottle and it has a glass cutter and it cuts it around just like a glass, like a regular cup. And then you put, you take the cover off, you rinse it with hot water, and what it does, it like breaks the glass off. And then you grab mm. some sandpaper, sand it down, and it's it's really cool. But usually it's a pretty clear cut, right? Yeah, it's smooth and it's clear. Yeah, and it makes it at that angle too, where it's just like a regular glass. And you just sand it down, obviously, because you know you don't want to cut yourself if it's mm. too fine or something. But yeah, that, that's that's really cool. But no, seriously, this is good beer. I think I found a, a new favorite beer that I'm gonna drink for the next probably month. Yeah, no, I usually mm-hmm. like yeah. drinking this with uh, uh with uh, seafood. Uh huh. I don't know, maybe it's just because this is just like a smooth and easy drink that the yeah. seafood just goes well with it. Right, right. And I mean, that just might be me. I've never heard of it, dude. But this is the other part too. I don't feel bloated. Yeah. I don't. Feel I do not either. feel bloated. You know, I don't. And it's a light beer, but I, I don't yeah. feel bloated at all. I feel really good, like in, in a way, because I'm one, two, three, four, four beers in. Yeah, and it's and a four percent alcohol. It's about yeah. the same as the grito, and pretty much, yeah, yeah. And the grito felt like it had a little more cake, but it's about yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the light is about, I think, about. What, I think uh, yeah, I think three? I brought it up right. Oh, okay, light yeah. is three point three. Yeah, silver is four. I'm drinking silver. That's yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, you're drinking four percent. So it's similar to grito. I'm drinking the lights at 3.3, I mean, and this yeah. light is smooth, guys. If you guys have not drink it, do recommend getting Heineken light. I do recommend And silver is not bad either. It silver, is smooth. There you go. And honestly, it was a big gamble for me even getting the light and silver because I never tasted the light and silver. Really? I okay. always tasted the OG, the yeah, original yeah, yeah. formula. Yeah. Actually, that's the only thing I knew too, just regular yeah. Heineken. I wow. Okay. And then I told him, hey, bring the, bring the OG because I love the OG. Yeah. That's the, the beer that opened me to like other beers you know right, right without right. that i wouldn't not taste a budweiser or modelo yeah. or whatever i was like no i'm not touching that because like i have a bad taste in my yeah, mouth. yeah 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 but hey i am super glad you know the love the like the light because you like you know you're like man beer i do I, yeah and I, and I know you love long star light you know oh and, dude yes and that's the reason why i went on my way to four different <laughs> <laughs> four, four different places you know yeah, to yeah, find yeah. Like, I, even, I even called multiple so it's, it's really about six places yeah but i like looked and like drive and call Jeez. you know to man. find yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm really happy that you like the light yeah no like, seriously you know, man I'm, thank you for doing that just for that we're gonna drink it all tonight yeah man. i'm gonna drink it all yeah if you guys yeah, yeah let's no they were it. very generous with the beer what did they bring two 20 packs or yeah two, so uh, daniel pulled up with two 12s yeah and uh johnny brought a six of just a regular hiding 30 yeah. yeah a pre-game to your dirty 30 30 yeah, 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 yeah it is a pre-game to my 30 30 and the mezcal and the mezcal bro we still like i said we're gonna try this shit man. I, 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 I want to try to yeah we have to 
to try it like we have to you yeah, know what i mean yeah. and we got the salt you know from one oh, dude i know man this is this is great it's a good episode i think it's i think it's a great monday it's, it's a, a great, great monday, monday too yeah. by the way we are recording on a monday yeah so, so i actually <laughs> went to the it was in the liquor store but it was a beer shop where they have craft beer and i got two you know i went there during sunset i right. parked my truck on the front got my two six packs it felt like a friday dude I walked out, I'm like, fuck, it's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, it's Monday. And you look down at your phone, you're like, wait, it's Monday. I'm like, that's a great Monday. I'm like, you know, my Monday can feel like a Friday. Yeah. 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 I, I work hard. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's our Friday. Fuck it's our Friday. It's, it's our Friday. And tomorrow's yeah. just our Monday. It's nice. I like it. I, yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Oh, and also one more thing, too. Yeah, I, what's I, up? I hope this isn't, like, you know, uh, incriminating my friends. But, like, no, go ahead. my friend Ivan introduced me to Heineken, but he also introduced uh, beer to one of my friends. And uh, I'm just going to say, you know, his last name, yeah. it was first name is J, his last name is B. Okay. And I hope you put it together. Yes, yeah, so I know who it is. And, um... This is a guy that lives. Yes. By, yes, oh, okay, yes, yeah, yes. So you ask him, and 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 he has a great and probably bad experience. You know, depending yeah. on him. You know, about <laughs> yeah. my friend Ivan choosing him to alcohol. Oh also. no! And and then yeah, shout out to my boy JB, and I love him to death. You know, yeah, and he's great a guy. great father figure. You know, he is man. Yeah. He is. I love him to fun death. Guy. A fun guy. Fun guy. And then like ask him. You know, when you get a chance, if he comes to the podcast or in he person, will. he will. And then ask him about like, the experience that he had. Well, you know, our our neighbor. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Choosing to alcohol because. <laughs> You know, it's, I, it's it will get there. A, a good hospital run, you know. We'll, <laughs> we'll get it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get the full details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell you the full story. Yeah, hey, he got the same experience as I did. You know. So, yeah, yeah. I was pretty drunk when I came back yeah. home. I was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm feeling good." Yeah, I'm feeling good. The ground's moving. What's that movie? Days and Confused. Where he's like, Pfft. "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> 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 a good yeah. movie too. No, yeah. I, yeah, we've been there. Where you're you're leaning against the wall. You're like, "I'm good, mom." I've not drink anything. <laughs> you know, your mom's behind you, but you're t- you think you're talking to your mom? It's actually a wall. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, still asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom's like, get the guest card, bro. Like, you're only 14. Like, you know, get flying chunkla, bro. Flying chunkla. I'm like, man, I'm like, I trabajo. I work, but you work at Fiesta as a bagger. I'm grown. I can get my own apartment. I'm <laughs> so no. so i've heard you've been going to mexico more recently daniel you went to oaxaca and then i heard after that you might have another trip or two like i do you feel like now that you're getting older you're kind of going back to your roots and i know when you go out there you know it's a lot easier to drink or have a good time because you know i can imagine when you're out there it feels more like you know not a big vac- maybe closer to a vacation or some leisure time man brother well i've been going to Oaxaca for the past year yeah a couple times like oaxaca san luis and monterrey nice uh beforehand i went to uh cancun uh with my friend with my neighbor ivan thomas and some other friends you know and uh that's where i first tried lsd and that was pretty uh you know i the third eye awakened in cancun and cancun well it wasn't cancun it was by the carmen oh yeah that's nice and and i had a really good time there because man it was like a uh, a house music festival yeah and i enjoyed it a lot and i was like 19 and they were like hey you know come to the comes come to like the festival it's a whole week festival and do whatever you want to do you know um and i did and then it was crazy man it was like trying like lz for the first time was really wild it it wasn't really more like a 
I didn't see any like anything crazy, like you know, like a visual. No hallucinations. No, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mostly like you know, me enjoying the atmosphere, the part of the music. You know, I wanted to stay there and party all day, all night, and I enjoyed that a lot. I remember like we were like partying, and and I took the tab on the on the beach, <laughs> on the nice. beach, bro, and it was fucking awesome. And uh, everybody else took it too, you know. And we, were, we went to the beach, we took it, and then we went to a couple clubs, we took a bar, and I remember there's a girl singing from the UK, and she seemed like an angel. And I was like, <laughs> so like gravitated to her like voice, and just her like, um, her act, you know? And then the mm -hmm. DJ was playing some good music, was crashing it really good. And you were feeling good? I was feeling good, <laughs> yeah. And it was, a self, it was a very selfish feeling because I wanted to stay there longer, and my friends were like, hey, we gotta go because it's time for us to like, you know, go. It's, it's about to be five o'clock in the morning. We've been here for like, <laughs> we like, got here yesterday. <laughs> we were like, we here yesterday. It's, it's already been 14 hours. Like you're feeling yourself too much, you know? And I was like, no, I don't want to go. You know? So like I said, like, you know, LSD is a selfish drug. And just, you know, my personal, you know, experience. So I left and I went back to the hotel. And I remember I was like, I'm chilling on top of the, like, uh, the roof um, of the hotel. And then I was yeah. just in, doing everything. And I was like, the music was just hitting so, like, even the music was miles away, it was hitting me still. Where I, I wanted to walk yeah. and go to the music. My friend was like, but my neighbor was like, no, you cannot go. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. Like, like, my neighbor was like, this ain't your city, this ain't your hood, like, yeah. this ain't your area. Like, you had to stay us with us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, even though we're not blood related, like, you're still my responsibility yeah, as a friend, yeah. you know? And, I, and that, when that hit me, I was like, fuck, you know, you're right. And I stayed there, you know, and I enjoyed the conversation. But the music was still hitting me so hard. I, like, I want to be selfish. I want yeah. to leave. And I brought to my friend Johnny by LSD how, for me personally, it's like really a selfish drug. Yeah. Because to move forward on, when I went to San Luis, I did peyote. Okay. And it was a very more a communal drug. Uh -huh. It was a very more opening, right, right. opening experience. Yes. Um, and and, and yeah. to, even to go further, even to go further with that, uh -huh. I just to you know, expand people on uh, by... Uh, about these type of um how you call it hill, hill. like psychedelic drugs Psych yeah, or yeah. natural psychedelic yeah. well i don't know lsd is not <clears throat> natural right no no no, 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 no. no. Make it in yeah no but, like, like peyote, but peyote is yeah, yeah. Yeah. peyote yeah. is a type of cactus yeah it's a cactus yeah. yeah people use it for rituals yeah. yes yes yeah like in oaxaca they do a lot of shrooms and uh -huh. they also chew on this like leaf where they get high they chew it and they suck on the nutrients and they get high i don't i don't know what it's called but okay. it's in oaxaca it's a thing yeah yeah um and I have a kind of, of a conflict because mm -hmm. I, I wanted to kind of change religion, but yeah. then I feel like I can't because it's a conflict within like my own culture, but right, right, right. mezcal and the natural um, psychedelics, you know, that yeah. they have in Oaxaca. Yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, when I went to San Luis, that was the first time I did like peyote and uh -huh. I put my mind to it. <laughs> and it wasn't really, because I remember like uh, there was a video I saw, like, oh, you're going to meet God. And then some guy was like, oh, I didn't mean God. Yeah. No, no, no. I feel like I'm in my true self, you know? Yeah. Um, because like to tell the whole story, like George invited us to go to San Luis, you know, to his uh, homeland, to his homeland, you know, to his home state, mm -hmm. his home city, his home hometown, is his family. Thank you, George. You know, Most we went friends. there. I'm glad they <laughs> yeah. went. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I'd love to like have friends out there and just yeah. you know be in a different area, different experience. Yeah. yeah, and looking up in the sky kind of reminds me like Oaxaca, you know, like uh -huh. one of my friends were like, it's like so many stars, you know, it kind of. Yes. I, I felt like I was a kid again, like wow, so many stars, so many like, I just make a patterns right 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 you can see the big dipper you can see this yeah no, we can see mars jupiter yeah, yeah i was gonna say yeah. yeah you see more stars you yeah. see something you don't see here right yeah i guess countries countries everywhere that's yeah. what my yeah. friend said so that was pretty cool to see that 
Yeah, and then that's kind of crazy. The first day we got there, uh, uh, we were just like, you know, just drinking, you know, drinking Indio. Mm -hmm. Honestly, my first beer, I was thinking the beginning was Indio, but okay. Sergio Stefano, he got yeah, the beer for he me. did. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to change it up and get a Heineken. Yeah, and Heineken, green bottles. Heineken is a very good first choice because yeah. like, my experience of opening up to beer. But yeah, we 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 were, we're like we we're uh, Georgia's driving and uh -huh. around the state, and we we're drinking Indio, and uh -huh. I really enjoy like driving and oh, well, I really enjoy him driving as drinking Indio. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really pleasant drinking and driving dude, <laughs> yeah. dude in mexico I mean, the, the most you go there's yeah. like what 30 dude. miles per yeah. hour maybe yeah uh, we're driving around the ranch that's what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah. 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 we're gonna no. if we hit anything we're hitting a city yeah it's a must thing though it's a must thing you know you go into yeah. mexico you drive around with your uncle your homies yeah. And yeah. you drink beers and tell stories or yeah. just listen to music and especially the thing is like we're in a small town like yeah. my town is Matewala, it's maybe the size of Oak Cliff. You're right. So it's, you know. Everybody knows everyone. Yeah, everybody you know, they know you're not from there. They know you're having a good time. Yeah. So. And as the first, the beer was so refreshing, too. Yeah. Like, I remember we stopped and get the Indio, and it was like really, really good. And I, yeah. I was so good that I got it. Sorry. And I got it again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, on the first day, we were just traveling, you know, exploring this hometown. Uh -huh. And we went to his, uh, um, great grandmother's line right yeah it's my great grandmother's my great grandmother's ranch uh -huh. right off the highway where they used to have where they used to be a historical trail that went by there oh wow okay that was for mining gold in that city nice okay okay so yeah so we got to chill around there and the good thing mm -hmm. is that uh in san luis it's a lot of desert land and through that land there's some indigenous people that go by and actually take the peyote to like oh have uh, part of the ritual so yeah, the federal yes, government yes. allows peyote right for religious experiences yes. and for those people of the indigenous yes but then you know there's the tourists that you know <laughs> yeah. come in there there's that one guy there's those three guys three guys yeah. no but like like touch but it was fun yeah. with that yeah. right like i feel like uh, it's an experience i feel like yeah i was gonna say a lot of people they reach uh, a lot of hispanics that i know and i listen to other podcasts too and a lot of them are hispanic podcasts yeah. and, and most of them do talk about having a psychedelic journey with peyote um, and yeah. having a curandero right a, a shaman yeah, right? yeah. and, and the good thing about us being there is uh we actually had to look for it like we well, hadn't well we even even, even go beforehand like the first day we got there we yeah. went to go like you know visit his great grandma and his uncles yes and one of his uncles was like yo what's the peyote off the bat bro <laughs> and he just yeah. took a bite out of it yeah, yeah he was just eating it like an apple like, yeah an apple. like for some reason i don't know how but his uncle and also johnny too they have the connection to peyote because they, yeah. could, they could find peyote johnny found peyote on like a second or third day yeah and, like, like his uncle bouquet. his uncle was like <laughs> finding peyote like crazy yeah, yeah. he yeah. says they hide from they you hide, apparently yeah. so you gotta oh. so the whole trip me and daniel never found anything but our friend yeah. johnny, johnny got lucky enough to find three or four <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So for some reason they were calling yeah. out to him. Yeah, yeah. So and he did have a lucky weekend. So I would imagine they were yeah, reaching out. Yeah, yeah, some strong indigenous roots that he has. Yeah. either Apache, Comanche, or Bronco Apache. I, I keep that, telling him that because so. it's true. Because yeah. it's his Spanish Pila Negras and his Comanche and Apache and Bronco, Bronco Comanche were all in that area. Uh -huh, yeah. So I'm telling him like, hey, look into your like your roots, like actual like you know yeah. like. Like maybe DNA twenty three yeah, and indigenous and yeah, like because you have it, you know it's, it's okay you, know, so you, you have to embrace it. But I'm going back to like the peyote. Yeah, your uncle's like, hey, you want some? And he, dude, he found like nine or eleven. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. It was fucking crazy, bro. I didn't even <laughs> have none. some like in his garden too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was worried. Yeah, like, my grandma yeah. has some. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, and he found like one or two that day. But yeah, yeah we took some, and he, his his uncle took like one or two or three. I don't remember. Oh, wow. But yeah, but it was. 
pretty crazy because honestly we talked about it before the trip but yeah. his uncle brought up immediately yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. the first like 30, it wasn't playing around it was yeah. a quest bro we it was, was a quest. we thought it was going to be a mission or like okay we're going to be here for a week maybe the, after a couple of days we'll find it we yeah. didn't think that the day we got there we we're going to be eating it wow. already like, yeah i thought i was going to pay a shaman to do it with him yeah but, however like right. his, like the actual person that he found it yeah, was like, yeah. his uncle and yeah. it was crazy and uh, yeah, we took some, you know, and he gave us a very good portion mm -hmm. and he took some and we went back to uh, um, George's like uh, my ranch, 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 yeah. ranch. Yeah. and then uh, uh, we, we ate some, they didn't like it because it was like so like, you know, dirt and ground. Yes. yes. But I, uh, I think it was just very bitter. Yeah, it was very bitter. Like, like, like they didn't like it at all. Uh -huh. But I, I went, I like, all right, they don't want to take it. All right, cool. Yeah. And then after we were done drinking and talking. I'll start eating it, you know, by yeah. myself. Yeah. That shit hit me hard, bro. Yeah, because I think hard. you told me about this. You had maybe a yeah. a whole week's almost worth of a psychedelic journey. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of crazy because I always wanted to do peyote in my life. Yeah. I told my friends, uh, a couple of friends, but like, in a couple of years ago, hey, I want to do peyote in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, because I feel like it will be really helpful just for me you know, just yeah, like, yeah. As, as an individual and also maybe help help you help one of them yeah and uh they they were never down uh they seen this thing think the thing it was always bad to do it was crazy but yeah. like i'm like they're from san luis oh like they're from durango like, yeah yeah bro it's gross in your backyard just fucking do it you know yeah um no but i did it you know and i ate like maybe like nine of them uh-huh and i remember i was fucking i was eating i was fucking high yeah uh -huh. and and I didn't realize I was high until like the uh, the ceiling looked different to me. Uh -huh. The ceiling looked purple, and it was starting to become patterns like tigers and lions. Oh wow! And I remember like I remember like Johnny woke up and he was going to use the restroom. And I was like, <laughs> and, and I, was, I was I was on the second floor and he was on the first floor. Yeah. And, and I I called out like Johnny, are you there? Are you Bro, awake? I was just in the restroom, <laughs> and, and you came down the stairs like. Johnny, are you there? <laughs> like you're Is so there really you? <laughs> no, really because you. you said earlier you went outside and you looked at the yeah. Nopales and it looked like you know a bunch of crazy monsters. I'm yeah. like, bro, you're tripping out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was crazy. Johnny, calm down. It's not, that, it's not that serious. No, it was serious for him at the time. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was because I went outside. The, 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 there was like a bunch of stars. It was beautiful. Like yeah, you know, my sound was beautiful. And when I saw it, it was a bunch of stars, you know, and right. it, it didn't look like a, a regular, like, you know, uh, stars. It looked like a spider web. It looked, okay. Everything was connected. And the bodies look like, uh, it like, it like monsters, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like creatures, you know? They were like, they were like making faces or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Something, well, it's a drug hitting you, right? Cause abstract object, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah an abstract object, but I was more like engaged with both items, you know? I was like, yes. I couldn't like, you know, I couldn't focus on one because both of them were like, you know, appealing yes in some yes. way so i went you know back inside and i told him hey johnny you're awake and he came back and i was like bro i'm so high bro like on this peyote <laughs> you know and i told him like bro like it tastes so good after like so many after you eat so many peyotes yeah it tastes really good it tastes like really I, juicy and flavorful i, 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 I don't know I, I i have not was, tried it like, so like, i would not know like, don't get wrong like after one or two it ain't that good but after like you know four or five six it tastes what's really the good. high hits you're like yeah, yeah. yeah. Really we, we tried to eat it with honey and it's still it was hard to, it like, was just different yeah wow, man. and the, the thing about like yeah we did try it with honey and then we couldn't really like uh eat it and then enjoy it but however for me i i feel like well for me personally you know once you keep eating it it, it really does become enjoyable right and then just to go even further you know because i haven't started to talk about this with anybody i'm open up to to now yeah, yeah um I know some people think peyote like yo you get to meet god or you get to meet like you the creator or you get to meet yeah. someone 
And I think, oh, for me personally, I met myself, you know. Okay. Like, I, like a deep, deep reflection. Yeah. And then, um, and uh, I think after Johnny left, I like was really like concentrating about uh-huh. certain, just two things that really hit me in my mind. Yeah. And I was using, uh, it's kind of funny, but I kind I was using this Vice video about peyote because there's like a documentary about peyote. I think I've seen it. Yeah. Yes, I yes. think I've seen it. Yeah. And it's about this guy. It's called Lesson Hamilton. Yeah where he goes and explores about the beauty about peyote yes peyote is a and and uh about to be an extinct creature yeah. of, of, of the, of the cactus plant, right? yes yeah plant. yeah so he goes to like being on because being on they don't consume it they have it as a, a dormant and okay in their in their home yeah in their home and here in like in texas there's a peyote area yeah like, there is yeah, yeah. it's also stuff. like you can you you can become um I guess a harvester, like a farmer mm, for yes. peyote in the state of Texas. And yes, you, you can. You have to get a permit. You yes. got to go to the mm. DPS, Department of Public Safety right. and all that. I do know that. Yeah, I, there was a time where I read a lot about um, peyote as well. Yeah. And the effects, like I said, like earlier, what I said, it's like, I know a lot of Hispanics do peyote once or twice a year. A lot of uh, veterans that I know mm. also do uh, psychedelics, yes. including peyote mm. as a journey, right? Because yes. they have trauma and they, they mm. feel like that's a way for them to relieve that trauma or come to peace yeah. with that trauma mm-hmm. um and so like I, I know a little bit about it and i did see that vice uh documentary it's like a yeah. mini series they yeah. did of it right yeah yeah i think dynamite has seen that about three times i've yeah. seen it yeah. like 50 times because like i uh, just to like summarize the documentary series like the first part is like him shopping for peyote and vietnam and second half is like yeah oh sorry the, the, the second the second third of the documentary is about him like uh looking for peyote with a texan uh or mexican woman uh-huh and the third half and the and the last part of of the documentary is him doing the peyote ritual oh wow with okay the, with the mexican-american yeah, uh, yeah, yeah dude and i do the last 15 minutes bro i repeat that maybe like a couple times. <laughs> wow okay. six hours maybe seven hours yeah would you be uh willing, would you do it again because i know there's apparently a couple of different ways you can do peyote you can eat i heard mm-hmm. eating i heard there's people that smoke it yeah and uh i've seen an episode of workaholics where they put it into a smoothie <laughs> just like shrooms mushrooms. Just yeah they, yeah they they, <laughs> they they blended it into a strawberry smoothie and yeah. they ate it and i'm like it sounds dumb, but I mean, you never know. Man. Yeah, yeah. You have enough of them, it probably works right. and it probably doesn't taste bad. I, I'll do it again if I come to a resolution with the two items that um, hit me in my life. Yeah. You know? uh, because, like, it was more meaning, meaning me, you know, with my own personal problems. Right, that I right. Had. So I'll talk about them, you know, I don't mind. Yeah. Um, and. And when I did them, you know, yes, I, I did the I listened to like the last fifteen minutes of like the video because the last fifteen minute that's last fifteen minutes of the video was uh-huh. more of the process of the peyote uh-huh. was like you know first like they built the, they built the, they built like a TP and then inside they built, they have the music you know yeah. the drums and they go through the whole ritual yeah, of the yeah, peyote yeah. and uh, it really comforted me to like go through it because yes. I had like my own virtual shaman right, right. which I was not expecting. Yeah, but it helped me out, and there was two things, you know, that really um, hit me, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I was like crying and bawling, and those, right. those two things was like, you know, um, being a brother, brother to my brother. Uh huh. Because I, I was really a bad brother to my brother. Yeah. Not yeah. my youngest one, but the the other brother. Yes. And I was really a piece of shit, and I really wasn't a good brother, you know, for him. Yeah. As a kid, teenager, and adult. Uh huh. 
and just him being like just reflected on it and yeah. i was like i need to be a better uh, yeah it's like you reflected on yeah. a lot of good yeah. things that, or yeah. a lot of things well, that you needed to fix the things you wish you could I just, have done different yeah, yeah, yeah. i just i just flicked it on two items you know right and that, that was probably the hardest one because i remember i flicked it on it and i called them yeah i cried yeah i couldn't like you know like couldn't hold back yeah i couldn't hold back and, right uh, and then he talked to me like, hey, it's okay, you know, we'll talk when we get back home. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, taking day 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 by day, you know, like the small thing is like, you know, give him a hug, you know, yeah. dapping him up, you know. I yeah. did, I never did that before. Yeah. Now I'm doing it now, you know. Yeah. I'm taking a day by day you right. know, and talk to him about like, well, how's you know, our day going, you know. Right. I never did that before, you know. I was more just call, kind of mm-hmm. cold, you know, about it. And at the end um, of the day, man, that's your carnal, you know. Yeah, I think that's my brother, that's my, my boy, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, I never did that. And that was the hardest one, you know. Yeah. That was really hard because, like, dude, I was fucking bawling and crying. Cause yeah. I never thought, like, you know, a plant would do that to me. You know? Right, right, Except, right. I'm not getting wrong. I always thought, like, oh, I was just kind of cold, cold and hard on him. And I would just move forward. And that really, that plant really opened, opened up to me. I was really, yeah. o- I, really, I was already open to, you know, I was really, I was really open to uh, building a relationship with him. Yes. But I just, you know, kind of reflected on, like, every, every every bad thing that I did, you know. Yeah, yeah. And how that affected him. Uh-huh. How that affected me. How that affected my whole family. Right. How that affected, like, the whole, like, neighborhood. Yeah. And how that affected his friendships. And so on, you know, his, his own, like, present and future. Yeah. And his own past, everything. Yeah. And it really, it really hit me hard. And the second thing was like um, being being a better friend to a certain friend that I went off. Uh-huh. Uh, and George knows who it, who this is. And then yeah. this friend, and this friend was like a really good friend of mine. And uh, I remember we lost our friendship because I was like super, super drunk. Yeah. And I was going through a really emotional time. Yeah. And I had to take my anger on someone. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. wish it wasn't on him, but it was on him. Yeah, and unfortunately. He, and he, yeah, unfortunately, and he got the grunt out of it. He got the whole, the whole bad thing out of it. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. really killed our friendship. Not just our friendship, but the whole friendship that we, a circle of friends, you know, that yeah. we had. And I truly do apologize. I made a video, you know, apologizing to him. Yeah. And I could have sent it because it was too long. Yeah, you yeah. know, because like, because hey, I really do appreciate his friendship, and not just him, but everybody else that really uh-huh. involved in my life. That was involved in my life and really helped me out grow as a, as a man, individual, you know, right, student, right. and so on. And uh, yeah, but I don't know. I know one day we'll we'll like reconnect, you know. Yeah. But yeah. whenever he's ready, and I'm ready, you know, we'll exactly. reconnect. Yeah. yeah. But those two things, you know, really hurt me. You know, that mm-hmm. was like the first thing with like me, me and my brother. You know, that really hurt me. Like I fuck was fucking crying. I was like, yeah, out, yeah, calling him. But the other, the other friend, like, um, sorry, the the, the friend that I, you know, uh, parted ways with, it wasn't. It, it, it hurt me, but I yeah. wasn't crying. You know, I I took it. You know, I yeah. realized you know what I did wrong. And you're was, being a man about yeah, it. Yeah, being a man about it. Yeah, but my brother was like really, really, really fucking difficult. Yeah, yeah. it was. It really hurt me. And. uh and they asked me, "This is my George and Jonathan. Are you down to peyote again?" I told them, "I'm not down. To, I'm not down to do peyote again until I finish those two tasks." Yeah. Because the last task that I had doing peyote was by my father, uh-huh. and I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Until like I'm done with those two tasks. Right, 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 you know, right. Until I'm done with those tasks, out of respect, you know, both of y'all. I hope y'all don't ask me again, because I'm not doing it until I finish those two tasks. Right, you right. Know? And yeah. you know, as long as I'm done with that, I hope you can respect me. You know. I'd be down to like help you out, and hold your hand, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and guide you through the experience. But please don't hold my hand. No, I won't. Hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like, you know, just be there for you know. Yes. No. I but understand. I mean, like, even know, though it's all tough, I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like you're glad you you finally went through and you're getting the progress yeah. steps to work towards yeah. making it better and resolving yeah. that issue. Yeah. yeah. As opposed as to like you know having it bottled in and you know. Uh-huh waiting for the supposed right time yeah well it's like mexicans right we grow up and it's like you know you we grow up and and you're like us being men now i would say 
you you're not you're not show how to show your emotions when you're younger, right? Mm. Yeah, our dads you know? didn't know. Our that. dads, yeah, my dad was, you know, my dad be like, hey, you know, if you need to cry, go cry in your room. His, yeah, he has different. His, I know? guess like our parents, their way of showing love is for providing a home mm-hmm. or food yeah. and different things. Like exactly to them, maybe it's more of actions instead of the words. That yeah some of us want to hear yeah exactly yeah. so you know we grow up and we're like how do i express these feelings or how do i like you said how do i go talk to my brother and make it right and you know you had to go through that and to realize hey this is how i fix it and this and that so it's probably yeah something with our you know our heritage and what it is being hispanic yeah yeah that was very it's breaking the cycle <laughs> breaking the cycle yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I congratulate you breaking a cycle man yeah, and, and yeah, you know taking yeah. the initiative in hey i'm gonna solve my problems and and try to move forward or fix them as best as i can because not mm-hmm. a lot of people do that you know and uh other reason why i hold like some like you know dearly in my heart you uh-huh. know because i have some friends from san luis but they don't experience that you know yeah. they just like oh i'm from san luis but they don't experience a full experience like yeah you're from there but like have you done this and that you know have you gone yeah. here and there but they haven't you know right so i hope that, i hope one day they do you know because yeah, i yeah. feel like it's a very prominent thing in their ancestral ancestral mm-hmm. you know like roots yeah yeah there's a tie to it um, yeah and uh like i said like, i always wanted to do it because i know like it's something that uh, a lot of like native americans do yes and i uh, you know just honestly you know like i even though i'm not 100 percent or half 50 i'm probably 20 uh-huh. a third you know yeah native american but i still want to do it because i know something like maybe some ancestral from my roots did it you know yeah because like yes. everybody knows you know like uh a lot of like a lot of Native Americans crossed a, a bridge of like, Alaska and Russia, yeah. and they came down to the Americas. Right. So maybe some of them like you know sw- um, uh, got 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 on like on a makeshift you know boat, uh-huh. maybe, um, and then sh- set up shop you know, and they fought right. they fought off the mega blonde animals. Yes. And they set up shop. That's the reason why you know I want to try you know I wanted to like you know get closer like, yeah not, i want not want to meet god to close to my roots but like, i wanted to like experience what they experienced you know? right because like i understand a lot of them didn't do what they what because a lot of people now they smoke weed they, they drink lean recreationally to get fucked up and like forget the problem but then they were like hunting they were like getting shit done yeah in their own way and then doing the re- their recreational drugs right, but right. as a means of ritual yes. like for example like mezcal uh-huh was was not even a thing that they would do. like they weren't they were not going to a bar and drinking mezcal right they were not going and drinking a beer no, no. Yeah. like that, what I, what I understand the story was like there was a maguey right and a lightning a lightning uh struck the maguey and uh-huh. opened up the maguey and they got the juices out of it yes it was more of like a ritual thing gotcha. and like even being more further that was telling him i tell him multiple times a lot of native americans were not drinking alcohol no alcohol was a foreign thing to the yeah. point where like when the europeans came and they introduced alcohol to the east east native americans from like boston new york you uh-huh. know area mm-hmm. they gave them like alcohol right and it literally passed out yes because it, they, that uh, they never drank that before they never know? had it they never had it yes. before and like the native americans from mexico because it's so big you know because when we think of native americans people think united states you know yeah you guys find them more it's like alaska canada mm-hmm. united states mexico central america yeah. the caribbean right south america all the way to the patagonia and yeah. so many different tribals and then they when they well the new the um the land from like you know uh maine all the way to new york when they yes. first drank the alcohol from the french or english they pa- literally passed out yeah so i was telling my friend jonathan here i th- really think you have a strong native american blood because he gets drunk so really fast yeah. because native americans are not they never had that they never yeah. had dairy they never had alcohol yeah so certain products they didn't even really have there's even why people like 
you see like like my dad even me i can't really drink dairy i can't really eat dairy yeah. it really gives me a, a upset stomach yeah like even drinking alcohol i can drink alcohol because i understand you know i'm a mixture of two two cultures you know right right, right. and that is a mixture of like spanish and indigenous you know yes. I, and i love it it took me some time to like understand it until uh-huh. i went to oaxaca but like it's so many things you know um it's so many things like when it comes to indigenous culture you know like yes. from like the americas that people don't really understand and i understand it's a really um people like talk shit about it yes because when you have like 90 to 95 percent people die uh-huh. you don't have like people to like defend you you know, yeah, you know yeah, people, like yeah. to, to, to like like hey like hey stop talking that shit you know we were like we we're the ones like you know like building this stuff we were the ones here um because depending on the resources or who you read whatever you like 40,000 to i mean sorry 40 million to like 110 million you know yeah and depending on what you read like, i don't I understand like whatever you read 80 to like 95 percent die because of disease yeah, it was just season. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I understand, yeah. yeah. But, like, just to go back overall, you know, like, uh, I understand, like, my genetics, like, I'm not meant to, like, be really drinking with this. Yes. But I know I can because of my mixture of blood. Right. But I kind of honor it because, like, I honor Mescal because that's something that has been passed down, you know, so many yeah. generations. You know, right. it's, it's a mixture of two cultures. And, I, and it's beautiful, you know, like, you got the Spanish, you got the indigenous coming together. Yes. And it's, even to bring it more further, like, like I said, like indigenous were like very like even today, you know, people like oh so oh I'm too prieto, I'm too dark, yeah. you know. Excuse me, they're bringing down to like like to like a lower level. They yeah. shouldn't because they should be like proud of themselves. Like you're like you're like in a a living person that really made it out. Like your sisters made it yes. made it out to like disease, war, lynching. Yeah. Uh, like, being burned alive being burned alive yeah, yeah. Burned like, alive, like they were like even like brought as like zoo pets you know yeah. when Columbus came they brought like indigenous you know yeah. that's like oh look at this you know it's like a, like a zoo animal yeah and it's kind of crazy because like uh, I think I was like researching like last year how also him too how Native Americans from North America were like big yes like, they were like like tall oh, yes. and robust yeah. and were, when Europeans came they were short yeah. and I, this is based on their, their, their like writings yes. and also their drawings because when you see a Spanish or French come to Florida, yeah. they're like they're like sh- shoulder uh-huh. from the Native Americans. Yeah, because the Native Americans were eating so many uh, variety of like uh, meat and also uh, vegetation. Yes. So like even like you know even North America, they were so tall, and uh-huh. also in Canada too. And because like you can see that the French when they came to Toronto uh-huh. or Ontario, they were like they were so short. And when I see like a tall white person, I understand uh-huh. why they're tall. They have the resources. They have the space. They yes. have the food. They have the they have everything, you know, into, yeah. the adva- into, the, into their advantage, you know. Right. When I see like a short Mexican or a short Hispanic, okay, I understand, you know, yeah. okay, you don't have that, you know, but it's okay, you'll, you're, hopefully your future generations will have that. Yes. And for some, like, even to, even to, even to go to the most extreme, I told my brother, like, the tallest people in the world with the Native Americans, uh-huh. and not just like North America, the tallest people in the world with the Patagonia from like Chile and, and Argentina, uh-huh. is people that don't, people don't talk about because I understand it's so far from us you know yes, yes, patagonia yes. is so far but the english the british the french the portuguese saw them they're the tallest people in the yeah. world you can look them up uh they don't exist anymore really you know yeah yeah, yeah. uh they're dead they're yeah. they're gone well they, they got extinct they yeah. got extinct yeah it's a genocide yeah much and then yeah. like a lot of drawings like they will have the spanish or the french the english yeah. coming to like there's their like elbows their elbows shoulders, you know? yeah they were so tall because of what the weather it was mm-hmm. cold what they're eating they're eating seals they're eating yes. whales they're eating so many meat so many fruits yeah. there was even some uh, and also they were staying active right exactly yes. i mean they built yeah. their own homes yeah. they had to go hunt yeah. so you know you involve heavy lifting cardio yeah. very, very natty very, very 
natty. Very yeah, natty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very natty. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, 15, 25, you see, like, some, like, six foot eight, six foot six, yeah. you know, some seven feet tall. Uh-huh. And they're just like, super big. And, like, you're a European, like, who's five foot four. You yeah. know, like, what the fuck's going on? Right. It's like, this is the fact that going, I understand, like, North America was, like, average, like, five, seven, five, ten, or six yeah. feet, whatever, depending on where you're at, you know? Right, right, but right. The Patagonia was such an outlier. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, just learning about the Native Americans, that's just like the height or the you know, the, the waist or like how big they are, but it's like yeah. the lifestyle too, you know, and how like they saw death yeah. and how they saw like life, you know, it's very interesting, oh, like, just nature too. Yeah. It's very, yeah. it's very interesting. And I, I said, like, I'm not 100% Native American, I'm like maybe at 25, 20%, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not, you know, not that much, but I'm just proud, you know, to have indigenous roots, you know? Yeah. I'm also proud to, you know, have Spanish roots. I'm just proud, you know? I'm just proud to You're be proud American. of who and oh, where you came from. Yeah, yeah. I'm just proud, you know? I'm just, I'm just proud to be, I'm proud to be American, you know? That's there you just, go. Like, yeah, like, like, that's just American, but nice. I'm proud to be like, American, like from the all Americas, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. You're a North American. <clears throat> you're a North American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. serve yeah. your that's country. American. Yeah, yeah. You serve yeah. your country. I think that's why you're proud, too. No, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I am proud to yeah, that, too. No, but I'm I just, mean, and we're also in Texas. I mean, Texas had six flags over it. Yeah. I mean, we live in Texas, you know? Yeah. You, we <laughs> talked about this earlier. You know, it's like Hispanic, Mexican Americans, or Mexicans in general. Yeah, I mean, at one time the there, was a, there was a French flag flying over, over us, Spanish. Spanish, German. I mean, look at Central Texas, Germans. Yeah, you know that was pretty much all German country. Even yeah. though you know the good German, I said, yeah, because they yeah. brought us beer. Yeah, <laughs> <So, laughs> they brought us <laughs> Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they did. Sausage. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but certain things from the past I kind of take from the future you know just to kind of right. understand myself and kind of like uh, help out my future gotcha because I feel like it's just beneficial for us and uh, I don't want to be that ignorant mm, Mexican to be like oh pinche indio like yeah. oh yeah, pinche you know because it's fucking ignorant like, no, oh pinche yeah. huaqueño pinche no, no. Bien Pietro. Like, you know, yeah. I don't want to hear that shit because like no. it's just ignorant for me to even say I apologize for, yeah. for anyone taking offense I apologize you know it's like I, it's really hateful to even say yeah, that you know? yeah it is because yeah. like if I say that, like, I'm being racist against my own kind. As yeah. being, like, I'm saying that against my father, you know, like, yeah. my grandma. It's and your grandparents evil. and your grandpa yeah. and grandparents. And, yeah, generations. And I, and I, and I hate that shit. And like, I'm happy to see people, like, you know, triumph, you know, yeah. and through all, all this adversity and do something about their yeah. life, you know. And it doesn't matter, like, I'm just yeah. very proud, you know. I very, get you, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> even, like, even talking now, the present time, I know you were helping out at a campaign for... Uh, district one here in dallas and you were very active with that and you know it's just i guess it's not just talking back on your roots but also talking about and being active on where you live i mean yeah 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 that's yeah that's that's, that's true no but i'm the reason why the reason why i bring about the indigenous culture because like it's so big people just think about united states but it's like yeah it's bigger than that it's like alaska canada all the way to the patagonia and it's crazy because Man, you just think about ninety five percent, or like depending on what article, what scientists yeah. you read from, like wow, I just got wiped out. Boom. Yeah. Now you got like drones with the uh, infrared or X ray scanning the Amazons. Yeah. They have like lost civilizations. Yes. Oh yes, yeah. I've and seen that. Yes, of, I have uh, seen detecting, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Under the forest. Yeah. Kind of there's, but I mean, even like in high school, I think we once had a speaker that like came and talked to us and told us like you're Mexican, but in a sense, he's like you're also native because your people have mm-hmm. been here. Yes. For so long. Yeah. And it, it was a different perspective kind of relating to what Daniel said. Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to just go back 50 years and think that's your whole history or 100 yeah. years. Like, yeah. it goes back. 
back and the, back and back yeah i mean it goes yeah. back to yeah. a lot of generations and, then, and like i said like i'm like super light you know compared to like my father like my great-grandmother like my you know just i'm just super light you know like um i could say i'm talking out of privilege you know or yeah. like, i was talking out of my ass but like <laughs> um but i'm just like saying because like when i went to oaxaca i just saw so many people like they were like darker than me or just yeah. like you know prevailing in life you know like this yeah. guy that made the brewery the mezcal like, yeah it was just getting shit done, you know? Yeah. I remember, like, also hearing me, too, when it come about, about dating. I saw people that were, like, shorter and browner than me. Yeah. But they were leaner. Like, I'm talking about the yes. jawline was, like, prevalent. The muscle in the jaws. Uh-huh. They were, like, leaner. They are like, much more, um, I guess, aesthetically pleasing, you know? Yes, Because yes, here yes. in America, people are fatter. People are bigger. Yes. We're obese. Yeah. We're obese, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we're in Texas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, too. We and, fry everything. Yeah. And over there, and over there like, they're, like, 18 to 22, and they already have, like, a relationship. Uh-huh. Like, they have, like, the stuff together. And I was like, fuck. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I like, they do have a faster pace of life. Yeah, they yeah. do have like, a faster pace fast. of life. Yeah. Out there, and I, yeah. and, I, and, I, and there are everybody was thinner too. Yeah. And I was telling my dad, I was like, damn, everybody's thinner in here. Like, what, yeah. What's going on? I was like, good looking too. And also kind of like broke the uh, stereotypical like United States dating. Like, oh, you got to be six feet tall. You got to yeah. be this and that. Like, this motherfucker. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Like, goddamn, like, like, this dude was like five foot four, but he's fucking killing it. Like, yeah. The facial structure, like, the dancing and the working, the yeah. getting shit done. Like, he's getting fucking getting shit done. Like, right. not just like men, but also women too. Like, yeah. shit, like, kind of like, mm, I guess kind of like, she kind of shook me. Like, what the fuck is yeah. going on here? Yeah. I was like, I was there for two months, but it sh- really shook me to like, yeah. about the dating and like the aesthetics. Uh huh. Because I know over here, people want to like have certain like requirements, right. you know, but over yeah. there, really fucking him. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on over here in Oaxaca? Right, right. I, and when I mean Oaxaca, I mean like where my parents were. Like, this is like the yes. south central of the region, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's very different from anywhere else with the beach and the mountains. Yeah, yes. I know it's different, but but over there, it's just really like, hit me I'm like what the fuck like, i would never expect someone like be very dark uh-huh. and very lean and very like structurally like mm. Mm, pleasing they're attractive yeah, they're an attractive, attractive, attractive person yeah, yeah to like yeah. really like have everything together and really uh-huh. like have like a beautiful wife and be successful yeah, and be yeah, happy yeah. And, and and they they bring the bread to the home yeah. and you yeah. know because because over here you have to be like certain type of like skin tone right. and high over they broke that shit like fast. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Well, it's also yeah. it's also a different country and a yeah, way different of country, living. Yeah, it's yeah. a different way of yeah, living. Yeah, so. and I, I really appreciate the confidence too. You know, and that, com- and the, the indigenous presence is a lot bigger in Oaxaca yeah, than yeah. in other parts. I would imagine. Yes, right? yes, it is. And also the joking, the, the, the fucking the back and forth. You know, the the shooting the shit. Yeah, you know, it was very like impressive too. And right. I was like, I can't keep up because it's not my first language. And right. I said, like, any my part like you know where i grew up yeah but i was all very impressed like like the lavia whatever they call yeah. it you know like the, the flirting game all right, right, right. like, this 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 different yeah it's yeah. like i could have said yeah yeah i was like very impressed yeah, like, yeah. Like, like take this fool here and that's like, i think they get anyway you know, yeah i'm in the whole world like shit. yeah dang right well thank you for filling us in with a lot of history i know a lot of people don't know uh yeah. roots of indigenous people you know including mexicans right mexican-americans um a lot of people don't know where we came from you know i yeah, talked yeah. to some people and it's like oh i'm just from mexico i was like yeah but where do your people come from you know do you know any of that so but mm-hmm. no thanks for filling us in um how are you guys feeling right now though i have to go to the restroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can go for some tacos yeah i'm I was gonna say too, uh yeah. you hungry dang okay yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get another beer and go to the restroom yeah all yeah. right well uh let's go grab another beer and then uh we'll come back and uh close out what do you guys think sounds good yeah all right man let's go get a beer hey don't go anywhere guys go get another beer all right we're back guys and uh 
We're pretty we're pretty toasty. Yeah, right this now. table is full of Heineken. There's a lot of green oh, bottles. This is cool. This but is it's cool. a nice like I said, it's a nice aesthetic bottle. It really is. It's easy to drink, so it's just been adding up and it makes your Monday feel like a Friday. Seriously. I forgot I had to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> no, yeah. Wait, no, we're living for today. Yeah. No, yeah, no. This is good. This is good. The Heineken is good. Thank you again, Daniel, for bringing it on, man. Seriously, I'm, I'm five beers in, and Heineken is winning right now. You're welcome, brother. I'm glad that y'all are enjoying the Heineken. Yes, man. And I hope yes. y'all can drink this in the future. And, um, yeah, man. I'm just glad you also enjoying the gift that I gave you. You know. No, so, seriously. Yeah. No. Yeah, like, like I, I said. Um. <clears throat> I'm gonna pop this open. I want you to be here when I do. Uh, it might not be tonight because oh. we're all. Uh, it's your favorite birthday. We're all there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I want. I want you to be there, and I want to bring a couple homies in to try it as well. You know, I think, again, a, a special gift like this, I think, should be shared with probably my closest friends, and and I think it'll be good. So. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Johnny. Yeah. Yes, you're, you'll be there. <laughs> but no seriously man thank you and also sharing the you know how you feel about your roots and your heritage and your culture you know that's uh a lot of people don't embrace that so thank yeah, you for i mean we still love to hear about it more next yeah. time yeah oh guess. i'm i'm down to sit yeah. down man yeah. on cam or on audio or off audio and yeah man. we can have a really good com i know we had some deep conversations before yeah, yeah but i think this yeah. is the first time where we actually or yeah. i actually listen to you express how you feel about that so yeah i'm on a problem and anyone out there like having um issues about the color of their skin or who they are or how, how they look you know um based on like their physical features like hey embrace it embrace who you are based on your roots right keep your head up keep going this is your roots exactly be proud of yourself because man you're one of the survivors like your your ancestors were one of the survivors and yeah. you're, you're like the living you made it you made it you know and then keep going like you're you're amazing you're a beautiful person and i'm very proud of you that you're killing it in the game and whatever thing you're doing and i'm very proud of you and uh keep your roots alive and just be true to yourself and i'm very happy of you whoever this person whoever who's hearing this i'm happy you know that you're hearing this and i'm you know i'm just thankful thank you yeah. church church man you heard it here first also daniel was not a big drinker no and I, and he he said it said you know he said it sometime uh you are a busy man as well and you said yeah. some time and and you said you know what i'm going on this podcast is a drinking podcast and i'm gonna make the exception of drinking with you guys so uh, also man thank you for doing that you know you didn't have to drink yeah, by the way yeah, yeah, but we appreciate no, it but we, and we I, I really time. do yeah i had a great time and and like i said i really appreciate you drinking man because uh, i think it i think it created a, a stronger bond between us seriously yeah. man not getting into our feelings but i think it did you know no, you're welcome man i'm trying to um I guess I could say like uh, come come to an end to drinking. I talked to Johnny about this a lot because yeah. it's been a big conflict and a bit of, a big of a confliction with me because I understand that drinking alcohol is part of like who I am and right. my roots because I know mezcal is like you know it's very probably in Oaxaca and I understand like beer is very probably in Mexico, Mexico yeah. and Mexican and Mexican Americans, but it's kind of hard to like let it go. But I'm having this battle and I'm really. Uh -huh. I don't want to give any spoilers, but like the next episode that comes out, I really want to hear the next person that comes out, you know, about yeah. their battles and struggles about alcohol because I yeah. want to really want to come to like terms with like alcohol like, yeah. as the end because I really want to put put it to bed. Yeah. But at the same time too, like I want to keep it open to mezcal, just only mezcal right, because right. I have a strong bond bond with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because of last year when I went to Oaxaca. 
like before even before I go to Hawk, I was like drinking really hard with my friends. You yeah, know, I got in some trouble in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. Yeah, did some wild shit. Oh, but, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm thank you for Johnny for helping me out. You know, thank you George. You know, yeah. I really appreciate both of them. But like when I went to Oaxaca, I met some, I guess, older gentlemen. You know, that yeah. maybe it's like maybe respect mezcal, uh-huh. respect alcohol. Like they weren't drinking like you know, like it's all, all the last night you can live. They were sipping it. They were respecting it, and they were keeping a great conversation about life, about love, about anything they right. could think of. And uh, it's just made me think about okay, wow, they're doing it, and they're like eighties, they're like in their nineties. I could do it too, you know. Right. I want to. I, I want to be like like that. I want to have a. I want to live a happy life in yes. my late life, and just drink mezcal and and just chop it up about anything. Yeah. And because, um, yeah. like, man, because, like, I, for example, like, I'm gonna say, Tio Margarito. Yeah. He's a, a old gentleman from, like, around San Jose and Grande. And he was drinking mezcal respectfully. And yeah. he was drinking in. And we were, we were talking about anything, you know, about, like, life, relationship, about um, working, uh, immigration, anything you could th- yeah. you think about. And he was on his toes about the subject. He was making jokes. He was on par about the subject, and I really loved it about him. And I was like, "Wow, I never met this person because because I'm young." Yes. Yes, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get older, but people who are not my age and around the you know in eighteen to twenty four, uh, eighteen to thirty five, I, I apologize. I don't know twenty one, but it is what it is. I'm in Oak Cliff. Like people drink and they talk about this dumb shit, you know. Yeah. But but like here, like over there in Oaxaca, like where my friends are from, yeah, it was very mature. Like he was he wasn't chugging it; he was sipping yeah. it. And then, uh, and it was like, wow, you know, I wasn't expecting that. He was like sipping it, and he was like, you know, taking the the sauce from the yeah. from the worm. They were having some deep conversation about it, and I was not expecting that. And then I changed my life really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also my grandpa too, because my grandpa was drinking mezcal from a sugar cane. So yeah. they cu- they chopped out the sugar cane and uh-huh. they cut it from like sh- they make a shot glass. I mean, sorry, they cut it. They make a shot glass out of the sugar cane, uh-huh. and they pour the mezcal inside and they drink it. It has, it has like it has like an extra flavor yes, to yes. the mezcal, and my grandpa was very, I guess you could say like very classy about drinking mezcal. He wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a shot. It was very like sipping. Yes, yes. And it was very fruitful. Like the way he he conducted himself while he was like I we all knew he was buzzed. He was drunk. Yeah. But he kept a smile. He kept the, he had kept the right. conversation about it. it. There was no fight. There was no arguments. There were no debates. Yeah. It was just about life. And uh, I know here in the United States is very different, but I really, I really changed my life. That was like, you yeah. know, summer of 22 and also mm-hmm. December 22. They're really like, wow, you know, like there's like a whole different side of like drinking alcohol. Because yes. here in the United States, like, you know, you want to drink, you want to get fucked up. You want to be like a frat yeah. boy. You want to get fucked up. You want to be with a sorority girl. You want to whatever, you know, when you're in your early 20s. And just get fucked up and wow, wow. but over there was super different. Yeah. It was really like opened my mind about alcohol and mezcal and yeah. just to respect it. Because if you because if you different because if because you do if you dis if you disrespect it, it's gonna respect you back. Right. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it really changed my mind. So yeah, thank yeah. you to my grandpa, Theo Luis, and also <laughs> Theo Margarita because it really yeah. changed my mind. Yeah. It really helped me out just to see people that were like in their. 60s, 70s, and 80s, you know, yeah. really like do their thing and really hold up really funny conversation and also really 
conversation about like you know virtue character and this really helped me out and i was yeah. like wow i didn't even see that coming you know i was like taking yeah, a yeah. shot like fucking like crazy yeah, like yeah, yeah, to want to get fucked up but this is very different it was it was you know, literally yeah. and, and it's a yeah. good i guess they were socializing yeah and and they were having fun and they were enjoying the moment yeah. right yeah it's yeah. like you say you know the the best way to watch a concert is by putting your phone away yeah, pretty much. Yeah. In the moment, well, yeah, was, yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. And that. and you saw that. No, seriously, you yeah, saw that, right? Yeah, you saw yeah. them that they didn't need to post, you know, what they were drinking. They were just living in the moment, having a great time. And why would you fight, right? That's one of the things. Like yeah. every time we drink, like I feel now that we're older, when we mm. drink, it's it's something similar to that. You know, is yeah. we have conversations, we have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here and there we'll bump into somebody that's rowdy, but yeah. you know, we, we we keep our temper where it needs to be, and yeah. we step away from that. So. Yeah, and I was expecting that because, like, um, mm, just say it's like it's kind of <laughs> just it's entertainment, you know. I had an individual for my family, yeah, um, kind of act a fool, you know. And my grandpa was very, mm, my grandpa didn't like that, you know, right? Right, my, my, yeah. grandpa, my grandpa was like, What are you doing? You know, you're making us look bad, you know, right. you're making yourself look bad, exactly. You're an adult, you yep. should act as an adult, be yes. a man, and uh, being a man is like a very high value you know like yes. it's, it's something that value a lot you know like yeah. you cannot be acting a fool you cannot be acting crazy you oh, know no. like you respect yourself respect the family mm-hmm. respect this land you know you yeah. cannot be doing this and then they really hear me i was like oh yeah i was not expecting him to say that yeah and him being buzzed like being drunk like that yeah. you know, i was like whoa you know and um that shit hit me hard because right. like because here like people want to get you fucked up people oh, want yeah. to get you drunk next level the people want you, people want you to be on your knees and hands and throwing up and, yeah Acting a fool just right. to be on IG or Twitter or right, right. Facebook, whatever you know, threads, whatever the next social social media will be, and just so, so they can get likes, you know, get mm-hmm. shares, you know. Yeah. But over there, it's like nah, you know, you're, you're, you're gonna respect yeah. this, you're gonna respect this drink because we made it from right. our own hands. We right. made it using the donkey. We made it using the ho- the ox. We made it using the horse. Yeah. You're gonna respect this alcohol that I made. Right. Right. You're not gonna fuck around with like this shit. Yeah. So. That shit hit me hard, you know. I yeah. was not expecting that to get out like a. It was not an ear beating. It was more just like a focused, concise message, you mm-hmm. know, from my grandpa and also from, I guess you could say, an OG and uncle, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and I was like, whoa, you know, it shit hit me hard. So that's one of the reasons why I want to like limit my alcohol intake. I'm uh-huh. doing it today because I really do appreciate being invited as a guest, yeah, you know, yeah. and then you're a great host and also George yeah. too. Also, the intern Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> he's not getting paid by the way. Oh, he's, well, he's getting, getting paid by beer. He's getting paid by beer. But he did bring beer. He did I, bring I mean, beer. I brought, yeah. Enjoy. Shut up, intern. Enjoy that. He's, like, he's our top intern. He is a top intern. Yeah. 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 Anyone? Yeah. Lead intern. Yeah. 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 We have another one somewhere. He's a top guy. Huey's our. Huey's our. Huey's our. Our intern, but not He's our intern. Um, maybe I don't know. What's a good? It's a between good, I don't know, but uh, whatever. But Johnny's intern, but yeah. Well, yeah. Just <laughs> just going back to like you know, like I, I even like not just even just like the alcohol drink, but the geography too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because geography is so beautiful over there. Because yes. like my my parents are from is like kind of dry and also mountainous, and it gets green during the summer because okay. there's a lot of rain. Yes, in the summer. And uh, it's kind of crazy because like once you pass Mewatlan, was is where this like Moscow bottle I gave uh-huh, you is uh-huh. made from. It becomes California. Like oh, it's wow. so mountainous. It's so yes, green. Yes. It's so beautiful. And you could look up in the sky. It's like so many stars. It's, yes. Let's say like it's like San uh, San Luis Potosí. Yeah. Where George is from. Like it's like a spider web. 
Uh-huh. And so many stars like, what the fuck's going on? You right, know? right, right. And I could understand where like the Mayans and Aztecs and stuff, but that's all mixed with like, well, kind of like uh, astonished by yes. the astronomy. I'm oh, sorry for like the stars. But yeah, it was so beautiful. And, uh, and um, geography is so beautiful because you got like the dry land, you got the hills, you got yes. the cliffs, you got the mountains, you got the beach. You, you got, got rivers. You, you got rivers, you got everything, yes. you know? And I, I understand like Oaxaca gets a bad name uh-huh. because of like the people that live there. What I mean, people. Live, I'm talking about like the demographics. Right. Maybe the demographics about the people that like, are dark skin, Indian. Yeah. People still look down upon that, you know. Yes. yes people yes. still talk shit about yeah, that, yeah. which is kind of backwards, you know. Yeah. But people love Mexico. People uh-huh. love the geography. People love the food. People love the beach. Uh huh. So it kind of breaks my heart. Like, wow, you have this dude that's kind of racist uh-huh. towards like my people. Right. I mean, like people are talking about my, my ancestors, you know. Yes. And they kind of go to the beach, eat the food, you know. Right. But they, they respect, you know. Like yeah. the people there, you know, and right. kind of, kind of kind of hurts me. Like I said, like at the end of the day, I understand. Like I'm sure I'm maybe like a low percentage indigenous, but as I say, I understand. You know, like without that yeah. percentage, I wouldn't be alive. You know, true, that is true. So I really have to respect that. You know, it's really something that I really like um, honor and respect yeah. because yes. like without that, everything wouldn't help me out. You know, I, sorry, what I mean, it wouldn't help me out. I wouldn't really help me grow as a person. Yes. Because, like, peyote, that shit grew me as a person, bro. Uh-huh. That's crazy. It's, it's a whole different state from my parents are from San Luis, you know? Yeah. Oaxaca, the geography really helped me. I, like, mm-hmm. understand, like, the, the nature and line. Yeah. And I, one day, I hope I go to Pianetas with Johnny and George, you know? And even you, whoever yeah. else wants to go to Pianetas, you know? Like, I understand Pianetas is a border state, a yes. border town. And I want to just check it out. I want to yeah. see what's good over there, you know? I want to check out not just the geography, the culture, like, you know, the bars, like, yeah. everything, you know, yeah, the food. Yeah, yeah. I want to check out. I want to talk to people. Because, like, a board town is so different from oh yeah McAllen, it's, it's you know? different yeah so no, different, it's you know? very very different, very different. Yes. so like anywhere in mexico i was res- anywhere in latin america i respect you know caribbean uh-huh. central america mexico yeah. uh south america i respect it a lot you yeah. Know? yeah it's very beautiful and it's very different anywhere you go um and um just, just to make it full forward i'm very proud you know of my parents heritage and yeah. culture and I'm just happy, you know, just to, just to be alive, you know. Yeah. It's very like it's very fortunate to be alive, you know. Yes, just like, it you know, is. It is. Yeah, bro. And it then is. you only have one life. And I know death here in the United States is something yeah. that people look upon don't look like don't look up to it. They look down on it. Yes. People are scared of death. Right. Because hey, America, they don't. I guess you could say because uh, you know Mexico, then they have Santa Muerte, they have the saint, and also they have. Uh, I guess indigenous cultures they kind of like they don't look up to death but they like honor it they like yeah, uh, yeah. they pay respects you know exactly. and here like in America they're scared of death yes. they're scared to pass away they're scared to even honor the death mm-hmm. they're scared to even pay respects I'm not sure why yeah I'm one of the theories maybe because it, a lot of indigenous people passed away yeah and were pushed out and out of that culture were not was able to like you know bleed into like the current United States culture but in Mexico, it's a very prevalent thing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like, like where my parents are from, when someone dies, they don't cry. They have like an actual a party. A party. Yeah, there's a party celebration. They, they literally carry the uh, uh, the coffin. Yeah. From the church, always to the grave, always to the grave, and they uh-huh. dance. They have a, a whole banda. Yeah. And they like play a bunch of music. Yeah. Even when they like when even when that individual is like being like you know um, put down in the ground. Put yeah. down. They're like playing a lot of like music. And yeah, people are crying. Yes, but it's a very happy tone, you know, because like right. they're grateful for that person. Being yeah, it's a celebration. It's a celebration. Yeah, 
but here it's not that it's no. different it's yeah. different yeah. and uh, it's different everywhere in the world but like being thinking about death is th being thinking about death is like you know it's like very hard especially being like you know an American citizen because yeah. you hear like oh you think about oh you could be anything you want you know yeah possibilities are endless you know um, death it's a possibility but hey do whatever you can you know right right don't 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 be grateful of that don't mourn death you know but over there it's like different yes yes so uh just to like you know even pivot even further about that um i want to ask you yeah what's up and then uh, about a certain subject and before i even ask you i want to i want to sorry about that i want to apologize not being in your life in the most crucial moment of your life it's okay man yeah. <laughs> it's okay yeah and then uh when i mean this is about cancer because you were there for me uh when my parents were going through cancer I remember, I remember, yeah. I remember we went to a, a comedy, um, yeah, a comedy show. And yeah. we, we saw uh, an Oak Cliff legend, bro. Uh, yeah, Ralph. Ralph. So, yeah, yeah, Ralph. Uh, yeah, when he had like a thousand followers. Southside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, seriously. Him. Yeah, we. I guess we can say we saw him before he got famous. So, yeah, famous, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. Uh, I remember like after that we went to uh, the bar in Bishop Arts. I forgot the name of the bar. It's not there anymore. Uh, ten bells. Ten, ten bells. Yes, ten bells. Rest yeah, in peace. Yeah. Good part. I remember, like, my mom called me, and then she's uh -huh. like, "I'm going to Oaxaca to get surgery for like ovary cancer." And I was like, uh huh. And you're like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm okay." You're like, "No, you're not okay." You know. Yeah. And then you kind of like you know you and Julie like you know brought me to um, a grand level you know of like you yeah. know, peace you know yeah yeah because like you know you went through it and then yeah. Julie helped you out and I'm yeah. not sure the full story I apologize you know, it's okay because I'm ignorant to it yeah and I apologize for not being there for you. Um, it's okay, bro. But I thank you, you know, for being there mm -hmm. for me, you know, you and Julie, yeah. and everyone else too. No, for sure, um, man. Because not just my mom with over cancer, but also my dad. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, Prostate cancer. Right, right. And you yeah. both there were there for me. That's one of the reasons yeah. why too, I like left my job because I wanted to like go visit my family. Right. Yes. Yes. I remember you telling me that, mm. and and it's okay, you know. Um, it's okay. The reason I say, it, and and seriously, it's it. When I say it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay, you know, because. Uh, it's something that I don't like to speak about mm. unless it's it's a moment where we can sit down and have a a conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like to say, oh yeah, I had this, and you know, I, I don't. How do I say? It? I don't like to brag about it because it's not something to brag about. And if you know, I always tell people, you want to listen to the story, I'll tell you the story, but we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about it. You know, that it's a full on conversation. There's going to be tears. You know, I always tell people that there's going to be tears. I will tell you what I went through, what happened, what I saw. And, you know, part of it, how I live my life now, it's probably not the best because I probably shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, like you said, you know, earlier and, and Stefano said, and pretty much anybody that's been on here, it's like you have one life, you live it how you want it to be, right? And I made peace with myself and one thing i told my i told myself two things right after i walked out of that that specific place and they were like you can live a normal life now one of those things that i said and it's kind of funny is that i'm never going to be fucking skinny again i'm going to be the biggest guy in the room and that's one of the reasons why i go to the gym a lot i can't get bigger i don't know why it's probably what i eat but it's all right uh the other thing said that everything that i do in life from that point forward, I'm going to make it because I want to do it. And I want to be happy on what I do. And this is one of the reasons why this podcast came to be. 
and you can tell my sister i didn't want to make this podcast i was i was nervous there's a lot of things that went through my head and i was like i don't want to make this podcast like i, I don't want to make it because i don't know if it's going to take off or not and to me it was like i wanted to take off i want you know all these people and all these people to be like hey your podcast is great and all this stuff and that's great yeah i've heard it and and i thank you guys that are listening that have reached out and say hey man your pa- your podcast is great it's funny i enjoy it i love it um but not looking at it after episode two i was like you know this podcast is great because we're putting out our stories we're putting out what we went through what we lived through the fun times the bad times and it's going somewhere where other people can hear it and they can say hey i want to do that so that's one of the reasons why this podcast came to be is because you know what if i don't do it, if i don't put it out there then who's going to do it you know who's going to know about johnny's drunk story your story or you know george's house parties so that's why this podcast came to be and and it's okay seriously going back to it man it's okay uh we all live our lives differently we all went through times differently like i said we we met you know we would meet we would disappear we'll meet again and look at us again you know you're you come into my house and you know and hey man you want water hey man you want to stay over you're more than welcome to you know it's it's opening arms you know because you treated me always as a friend and i always treat you as a friend and that's how i treat everybody that's in our circle that way so but uh before the tears come out <laughs> go ahead and chug that beer no <laughs> <laughs> show us what you got uh, uh no but i think this is uh this is a good ending for it and uh I think this episode is going to open a door for the next episode, which is going to be a little bit different, right? Because uh, up leading up to this episode, we've been talking about drinking, good stories, you know, bad stories, maybe. Uh, getting arrested. <laughs> hey, Brian, I hope you're okay. Uh, but even you, you know, getting detained in Oklahoma City, you know. And um, uh, I think this was a good episode, guys, seriously. I thank y'all for being here. Uh, again, Johnny, thanks again for being here, man. Uh, best intern. Best intern ever. Uh, best intern. Best if you need him, uh, if you need him, yeah, just send uh, your resume. He's not going to send his resume. Yeah. yeah you yeah. got to send it. I got to check, check you out. Yeah. <laughs> Professional over here. Johnny's the guy. He is the guy. And uh, Daniel, again, man, thank you for sharing everything you have, man. The knowledge you have. You know, you have big knowledge, man, and I, I really appreciate you. No, no problem, man. That in. Thank you for yeah, having man. me here, you know. So, and, uh, we hope to have you again. again. No, you're going to yeah. be on again, you know, and, and it's going to be a great time, man, just like today. So Yeah, yeah. we're looking for a new intern. We, yeah, <laughs> so you might be the new intern. <laughs> Hopefully next time we talk about, you know, conspiracies, you know, like, because we're from Dallas, oh. we're from DFW. I want to talk about the GFK. Oh, homie. The GFK oh, yeah, conspiracy. That's, oh, that's homie. the biggest one. I got, I got the perfect person and he's probably gonna listen you know he's gonna listen to this episode yeah i have this great friend uh a great homie man uh you guys have no you guys met him before doesn't come around a lot obviously we live in two different worlds but uh he will come on and Mm. i i spoke to him actually this past week i I swung by where he works at and i talked to him and he's like dude i would love to be on your podcast Mm. and i was like i have the perfect person for you to be on with oh nice so, nice, so nice. yes you you will come on again yeah, with him yeah. and 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 Damn. it's gonna it's gonna be a, a fun cool episode about conspiracies mm. 
Uh, which I think will be great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I also thought the 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 UFO thing, you know, the last. Oh, Vegas. dude. <laughs> oh, That's one of the things yeah. we spoke about. Yeah. I told him I was like, dude, I I need to bring you on with uh, this guy. Trust me, trust yeah. me. Okay. Uh, cool. We're gonna come back on, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be beer talk, UFOs, and oh, etc. Cool. JFK <laughs> included. Damn. So, uh, right. sounds good. But yeah, man. Thanks again for being on, uh, George. Seriously, man. Thank you for being on, dude. Uh, yeah, seriously, good episode, man. Like I, I, I don't know what else to say because it, it was really a good episode, and it, like I said, it's different from all the episodes we have, but it has opened a door for the next episode, which I hope you guys are still listening to us right now. Uh, it's probably been our longest episode that we had, but it's a good one because the next one will be even longer. But again, it's going to open a door, and again, we've been talking about drinking all the good times, but we haven't talked about the bad times about drinking. And I'm talking about the bad times where it took years and years to figure out drinking wasn't the thing to do. So, again, Johnny, thanks for being on. Daniel, again, thanks for being on, man. And George, thanks for being on again. Everybody else, have a fantastic week, day, night, Tuesday, if you're listening to this on a Monday. Have a good weekend, guys. Be safe. And most importantly, don't forget to have a beer with a... Carnal. There you go. You guys have a good one. Later, homies. Later. Cheers. Cheers.